the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bill Bunkley with the Bill Bunkley Show here on the Salem Media Group. And we are delighted once again to be able to spend this afternoon with you And I'll be with you all the way up until the 6 o'clock hour. And so, hey, buckle up and settle in because we've got a great show lined up. Well, last night we had some primary elections. And uh, we've had some very interesting results uh, to come from those primary elections. And we're going to be talking about those those very interesting observations. But we're not going to do that until the top of the 4 o'clock hour when we get to the conservative issues hour of the Bill Bunkley Show when we are joined by those of uh, our listeners who are part of our answer stations, which is conservative talk here on the Salem Media Group or Salem Radio Network. So I want to talk about that, and it has to do with the Trump silent majority. The Trump silent majority We're going to address that coming up in just a a few moments as we get into the second hour. Also, learned that possibly some of the labs here in Florida produced, uh, you know, reported the positive results and didn't report the negative results, which would tend to skew the numbers and the percentages. We'll talk about that coming up in the second hour as well, because that certainly was an eye-opener. Now, very important, coming up in just a few minutes, bottom of the hour, we are honored to have back with us this afternoon a good friend. Uh, He is uh, the president of the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. He's also one of our distinguished board members for the Salem Media Group, and I'm talking about Dr. R. Albert Moeller, Jr., He's going to be with us, bottom of the hour. He's written a brand-new book, and it's a book that I've been actually took with me uh, of the three books that I took last week as we were out of town getting a little R&R. He's written a brand-new book, and it is a must-read for you if you are a Christ follower, especially here in America or anywhere around the globe. 
It's called the Gathering Storm. And uh, I tell you what, uh, Dr. Mueller has really eloquently put his finger on all of the of the changes and challenges and what's going to be coming ahead in this uh, highly energized pagan world, this highly energized secular, uh, uh, secular world that we are now uh, walking through and embarking upon. You don't want to miss that. That's going to be coming up at the bottom of the hour. Plus, Franklin Graham, the son of Dr. Billy Graham. Well, Franklin Graham meets Roger Stone. Most of you know who Roger Stone is. He just got, uh, um, didn't get a pardon, but uh, the, the word doesn't come to mind. He's not going to be going to, pre- to prison uh, because of, of a move by President Trump. But um, i give you a little hint. Could Roger Stone, just maybe, just maybe, and this is not original with me, could he be the next, well, high-profile individual that might uh, come to us from a very, very uh, checkered political past? And could he be someone who might end up over the years to come be an outspoken individual for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Remember the name Chuck Colson. That's all I want to tell you. Remember the name Chuck Colson with Prison Ministries. Um, he did serve some time in prison. But uh, we'll talk about that today as well. Our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Want to have a little bit of a preliminary discussion. Uh, I think that this uh, interview coming up at the bottom of the hour is so important. And um, we need to take an honest look at why his book was written. We'll only have about uh, 14, 17 minutes with Dr. Mueller, so that's why I wanted to want to prepare you a little bit before we get together. You know, number one in my mind in America, been my, been my uh, primary focus for the last 25 years, is our First Amendment rights. First of all, free, freedom of speech is so very important to us, and we have had to endure some uh, words and uh, also some policies that, uh, you know, aren't, aren't exactly what would fit uh, our lifestyle as uh, worldview Christians. But nonetheless, uh, some of those um, principles uh, were covered under the First Amendment. And so, obviously, the First Amendment is very important to me. Religious liberty is very important to me. And, in addition to that, um, religious liberty. So, we're going to be having a discussion about the erosion in so many areas of public and governmental life, even though we really have to look to our own United States Supreme Court. They've had a few decisions here that uh, in the last term, some of them just coming out that uh, we are definitely praising the Lord for. But what about this gathering storm? You're going to be hearing from Dr. Moeller that this gathering storm has several different 
aspects to it. And again, let me just remind you that uh, uh, you'll hear me recommend this book. Uh, you really need to pick up your copy of this. This would be a very important read here in the balance of this summer, especially going into the to the fall and the presidential election. And uh, there's so many different areas. Let me just share some of what uh, Dr. Moeller has um, pointed out that I absolutely, totally agree with. And uh, as we're looking for the Lord Jesus Christ to lead us and guide us, and part of that is us having this daily time with him, does it mean we don't have our periods of crisis, don't have uh, our periods of lack of confidence? I can tell you that from my experience. Sometimes the the situations, sometimes the uh, the decisions that we have to make, and we are desperately crying out to God to, you know, send us a send us a telegraph, send us a text. Hey, hey, just print it out and send me an email. Give, give me step number one, two, three, four. To just just put it out there clearly for me. Well, sometimes, oftentimes, uh, that's not how we get that's not how we get a word from God. And oftentimes there's a limit, there's there's an area where sort of the final turn cannot necessarily be seen, but you have to trust. And so we're at this point, we we have COVID-19. Talk about a vaccine the last 24 hours. Several uh, pharmaceutical companies, scientists working on a vaccine. Absolutely very uh, important. Also working on, you know, some antiviral stuff. Uh, so when you do, um, unfortunately, come across COVID-19. But where is God taking us tomorrow, the next day, and next year? Tough to make that call. We just have to trust. And though we want to know what's going to be happening out many days down the road, we have to focus on today. Definitely have to do some planning on tomorrow. But as we look at these aspects of the gathering storm, it's not for us to, we're going to have the reaction of, uh, boy, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to think about that. That just brings me down. I understand that. I get that. But we also can't be putting, a, um, you know, uh, our hands over our face, going to bury our head in a hole and say, you know what, I'm just going to hide out till all of this stuff in the world is, is over and done with. You can't do that. So you have to be informed, and then you have to ask the Lord, how can I be engaged? And, uh, you know, I've been talking about engagement and a ministry ever since this COVID-19 plague unfolded. And so now we also have to deal with uh, the mob rule. And uh, as you know, that is very, very disturbing. As we see Marxists trying to make a move like they have done uh, many, many years uh, in history and in many different countries. We'll hear part of that coming up with uh, Dr. Moeller. But certainly we've got a storm all over Western civilization, whether it's Europe, United States. And there's a crisis in the church. The deception from Satan has been so widespread, and uh, unfortunately, we don't like to acknowledge it, but it's also affected the church. 
and people have left the church. People have left the daily walk with the Lord Jesus Christ, just like they did uh, in the early years when, when Jesus was starting his ministry. Some would come with him for a while, and then what would they do? Well, you know what? This is a little bit too tough for me. I can't really, you know, I'm going I'm to go home. I'm going to go home. And we know John Mark went home, really made Barnabas mad. Uh, excuse me, really made Paul, the Apostle Paul mad. Barnabas said, come on, John Mark, come with me. And so later in Paul's life when he was uh, not close to going home, he asked for John Mark to come and to be a comfort for him because he had watched how he had made his comeback, demonstrated the forgiveness to him. And by the way, if you want to know how effective Mark was, number one, read the Gospel of Mark. That's uh, his work inspired by the Holy Spirit. And then learn a little bit more about his contributions. And we come back, talk about some of the areas of the gathering storm in preparation for our, uh, say again. Okay. Um, remember that as we get a chance to, to, to talk to Dr. Moeller, we're only going to be um, hitting the surface. So this book is called The Gathering Storm. You can get it online or wherever bookstore, books are sold. Most of us now are dealing online. Get yourself a copy of this because this is a good contemporary, in-the-moment preparation for where we find ourselves today. Reminding you that uh, we have um, all of our shows are available for podcast the next morning. And so if you'd like to hear any portions of yesterday's show, you can go to letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Click on the podcast uh, link and go down to Bill Bunkley Show, and you can uh, print it there. And um, as uh, we're going to get ready for uh, Dr. Moeller, um, let me just tell you, the love of Jesus Christ will conquer all. Whether we have gains in our life or we have losses in our lives, gains are a lot more fun than losses. We just have to keep our eye on the prize, and the prize is our relationship with Jesus Christ. More on the gathering storm in a moment. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. ACS Home Services is the Bay Area's most trusted heating and AC company. Integrity is their core belief. And you'll know for yourself within moments of meeting your technician. Right now, call 813-534-4117 and take advantage of a total system rejuvenation, including sanitizing ductwork, all for only $79. If you're not 100% satisfied, you don't pay. Learn more at acshomeservices.com or book today at 813-534-4117. 813-534-4117. Ever wonder if there's more to be had in your marriage? Our friends at Family Life Today are offering a completely free kit of resources to take your marriage from good to great. This kit includes two video mini courses perfect for a date night with purpose, four audio teaching sessions from renowned marriage experts like Paul David Tripp and Vadi Bakum, our good to great marriage bonus printable ebook full of conversation starters, time-tested tips, and more. What's not to love? Head to letstalkfaith.com keyword marriage for your free download. In Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 2, God says, write in a book all the words I have spoken to you. In the midst of a pandemic, we've rediscovered a world that's hungry for truth, for the gospel. As Christians, we're called to run with God's banner for all to see. At ChristianAuthors.com, we're linking arms with believers like you. If you have a testimony to share, go to ChristianAuthors.com. It's time to put pen to paper 
Let us help you get your story published. Go to ChristianAuthors.com today. Weekdays at 9 a.m., be encouraged by The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Live your life on purpose. God created you for a purpose. So decide today to start living on purpose. But know this, you can expect challenges along the way. So you've got to learn to shake off the dust and go on with God. The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and Let's Talk Faith.com. here what a beautiful name his name is Jesus Christ it's amazing when those two words come off of your lips Jesus Christ especially in public and not while you're cursing I can tell you that uh, in the spiritual air around you you say Jesus Christ and people are paying attention amen and amen well What about the storms in your life? Is there some gathering storms? Well, of course there is. You've got the COVID-19 storm that has been over you. You've got the effects of being, uh, staying at home uh, of a gathering storm, of a storm that's on you. And now the prospects that we may have to go back to being extremely careful once again because we definitely have a fresh outbreak of uh, COVID-19 cases. And uh, it's becoming more and more evident that until we get a vaccine or vaccines, which is probably the end of the year or the first of next year, until we've got that vaccine, no one's going to feel absolutely 100% like, hey, let's get back out and get this whole thing going. And as long as we're irresponsible by not wearing masks when we're going out to public places, And, oh, by the way, if you're going to go to Costco for weeks, you've had to have a mask or you don't enter. Breaking news, Monday at your local Walmart store, at your local Sam's store, if you don't have a mask starting Monday, you will not be allowed to enter Walmart. You will not be able to enter Sam's Club. And so um, I hope that when we get out to public places, I hope that uh, you will think about me. Folks like me, I have a very compromised immune system. And uh, if you were to contract COVID-19, you wouldn't know it for a few days. But yet you'd be highly contagious. So let's, uh, let's think of others. So let me give you some areas that um, Dr. Moeller uh, addresses in his brand new book. We have a a gathering storm, as I said, over the entire West. We've got a gathering storm in our churches. Look how many churches have wandered away from the true gospel. Look at how many gatherings of people will call themselves something that has to do with Christ, 
but it's not the gospel biblical ministry. It's a man-made, a woman-made ministry. It's adapted. Then we've got the storms over not only the right to life uh, from birth, but also, as we're going to be seeing more and more in this gathering storm upon us, how about end of life? We've got a huge deficit that's going to strangle us and our children for years and years, if not two or three generations. They're going to be looking for ways to save money. And I can guarantee you with the number of baby boomers that are retiring right now and are going to be entering in the most expensive time of their life in terms of medical care, uh, we see the hatred, we see the aggressiveness on the far left already. Um, they're going to want, as soon as, as, soon as you, some, some will advocate, as soon as you can't get around, well, it's time for you to, for time for the government not to spend any more money on your health care. Now, I'm not trying to, to scare anyone, but we honestly have to know why we have to be vigilant going forward because these, these are elements of this gathering storm. How about the gathering storm over marriage? We know what marriage is. Marriage is between one man and one woman for the purpose of having sex inside the confines of marriage, the joy of sex, and also uh, to procreate and have children. My has the, the uh, erotic liberty. You're probably going to hear Dr. Moeller talk about that, erotic liberty versus religious liberty. Boy, how that uh, particular group has uh, dominated under the leadership of Satan himself, this, this, this idea of sex anywhere with anyone. And, and then uh, when, when you look at the, the gathering storm uh, uh, over the family, you know, we have areas of the country right now where if a school guidance counselor decides that your uh, elementary son or your middle school son or high school son or daughter, that they, uh, they need to move forward with health care in the area of, of hormone treatments or changing their sex, I'm telling you that the gathering storm is there are government bodies out there around the country in some very liberal areas that don't believe that you need to know anything about that. They'll just go ahead and do it. Scary, isn't it? Gathering storm. How about the gathering storm on gender and sexuality? You can't even keep up with the amount of names of how people are self-identifying. Well, we as Christians... We believe in a binary uh, gender code, male and female. And then how about, the, how about the generational storm? I'm telling you what, for those of you who have teenagers or high schoolers or college students, I want to tell you it, it is, for most families, it's, it's quite a challenge with all of the worldly, secular, pagan worldviews that your kids are bringing home from uh, their areas of non-Christian education. And uh, it is really, really causing issues within the family. And also this whole redefining of, uh, you know, family. You know, dad's a dunce. If you want to go anywhere but the Bible, pretty much dad is the dunce. And he's been portrayed that way for decades in the movies and the sitcoms. And so understand as we go through all of this, 
all of this is demonstrating how many lies are all around us and how we have to work through the lies, see the lie for what it is, and then to move forward in the name of Christ by his biblical principles. And so we have that happening. And how about the how about the culture around us? The culture that's around us. Um, right now, you know, movies make a, a large part of their money by product placement and issues placement. We've seen that with the homosexual movie. A lot of times when you see a Pepsi can or a Coke can. But I'm just saying, look, they know how powerful they are, especially right now when everybody's locked in with COVID, about the culture. And then we've got religious liberty. We've talked about that a lot. But you know the fight for the First Amendment is is just so intense. And, of course, um, how about the courts? Boy, I tell you what, so much is happening in this gathering storm against Christians and against his word. Well, to walk us through a very, very comprehensive roadmap of these particular aspects of the gathering storm, uh, next will be Dr. R. Albert Moeller, Jr. Uh, He'll be talking about his brand new book of the same name. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Florida has passed the 300,000 mark of confirmed coronavirus cases and is reporting a daily death toll of more than 100 for the third time in the past week. As of Tuesday, Florida had the number two death rate in the country, slightly behind Texas. And Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt says he has tested positive for the coronavirus. He is isolating at home. Days after reopening, two theme parks amid a spike in coronavirus cases in Florida. Walt Disney World welcoming back visitors to two more theme parks that had been shuttered since March. The Florida Theme Park Resort reopened Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios today. Production at America's factories, utilities, and mines surged last month, rising 5.4% in June. That's the second straight monthly gain. This is SRN News. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I haven't had the greatest luck on Florida roads, but Auto Glass America has taken great care of me with my two windshield replacements. They came to my office to replace the first one. They came to my house to replace the second one. The service you get with Auto Glass America is incredible. They take care of all the insurance details, schedule the appointment. Next thing you know, your new windshield is installed. You get cash on the spot. The car looks brand new again. That's the American way. Auto Glass America. Call 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Cornerstone Pros. Cornerstone is an essential service working to meet the needs of homeowners during this difficult time by following all CDC guidelines and taking extra protective steps on site. Cornerstone Pros employs only the best technicians. Each one has been background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify their skills before they ever step foot in your home. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly, call Cornerstone Pros. You pledged your life to serve. You made sacrifices, lost loved ones. At VA, we don't see the falls you've taken. We see the thousand times you've stood back up. We embrace your uniqueness and won't trivialize your hardships. We can't promise to heal all wounds or wash away all trauma, but we do see a path forward. We see all veterans. 
we see you. Learn how treatment works and recovery is possible. Visit maketheconnection.net. Hey, this is Bill Carl. We think of ministry as something that happens at the church. But what about ministry that happens in the marketplace? Tune in this Sunday morning at 8 for a brand new program called Ministry in the Marketplace with pastor, evangelist, author, and entrepreneur, Dr. Richard Hamlet. The gospel is not only for the Jews and the 12 tribes of Israel, but it is for the Gentiles. And then it is for everyone. The gospel is for every people group. It's for every ethnicity. Don't miss Ministry in the Marketplace. Sunday morning at 8 on Faith Talk and at letstalkfaith.com. Did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? Taking vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and aqua powders is the best way to get vitamin C. Aqua powders vitamin C is delicious when added to water and provides you with 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C to boost your immune system and increase your energy. Transform your water into wellness with aqua powders vitamin C, available at Amazon. That's aqua powders with a Z, available at Amazon. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within, over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. The weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. When the darkness falls, it won't prevail. Cause the God I serve knows only how to triumph. My God will never And welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. As we know that our God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, he is not only never going to fail, but he's with you right now. He's with me right now. He's with Dr. Moeller right now. And we have to never lose that understanding because Satan is on the prowl. He's a liar. He's a deceiver. It's part of what we're talking about today. Have been talking about uh, Dr. Moeller's book for the last uh, 30 minutes or so, and now we'll be talking to Dr. Moeller himself. I want to tell you that uh, one of the most respected people that I know, not only in Christian life but I think in the culture as well, is uh, Dr. R. Albert Moeller, Jr. He's with us today. He is the president of the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, also on the grounds there is Boyce College, and he's also one of our distinguished uh, Salem Media Board uh, of Director members, uh, also one of our regular commentaries. His, one of his commentaries is airing today uh, on all of our stations, and uh, he's written a brand-new book called The Gathering Storm that, uh, as I've told you over the last half an hour or so, this is a must-read. Dr. Moeller, good to have you back with us. Bill, it is always good to be with you. Thankful for your voice and thankful for the conversation. Amen. Well, I know you always have a summer reading list that you share with us, and i got to share with you that took a little time off uh, last week with uh, Tony and Zach and hit Maggie Valley and, and the Cove uh, up there outside of Asheville. So I took three books, and The Gathering Storm was the book that I basically read the whole time, and I want to thank you for that, and so uh, um, just praise the Lord. Um, I want to. I just want to get started. The Gathering Storm, a little history lesson, if you will. 
The Gathering Storm is not original with you. And when you right. were a young lad, and by the way, for those of you listening from Lakeland, this is one of your favorite sons. When you were younger, you started studying a gentleman by the name of Winston Churchill. And that name stuck with you. Talk about that as you share in your book. Yeah, you know, Bill, I uh, as a as a very young uh, young boy, really about thirteen years old, I, I became aware of Winston Churchill, and, and his story really gripped me, and it has ever since. Uh, this is the guy who stood alone, basically uh, amongst all the leaders and the intellectual class, uh, the political class of Britain, and he understood who Hitler was and what Hitler was going to do, and he kept warning for almost fifteen years. He warned Britain. Um, and Europe about the Nazi threat, and they didn't believe him until they couldn't deny it. And then, of course, they had to turn to him to lead because he'd been the only one to tell the truth. After the war, uh, he wrote a great six-volume history, and the first volume of that history was entitled The Gathering Storm because he was talking about seeing all the clouds gathering, uh, even as people were denying the, the coming storm. And so as a as a the French would call it an homage. As a way of honoring Churchill, I, uh, I borrowed his title for this book. I think it really applies to our times now. Hmm. Dr. Moeller, we have, and you discuss it in your brand-new book, as we're seeing the mobs that have popped up all across America, the Marxists, the anarchists, and uh, you remind us about Cuba, Venezuela. You talk about uh, many of the historical takeovers. and But you go back to the French Revolution. Some of our listeners here still can't believe what they're seeing uh, at night uh, of all the mob violence. And, and right. they, they may think this is just originates in America. This spirit goes all the way back to World War II and all the way back to the French Revolution. Tell us about that French Revolution to understand what's happening today. Bill, what, what a great question. Thank you. If you go back to the founding of the United States, the American Revolution, let's just date it, 1776, and then within a period of, of just a few decades, the French Revolution, you have, a, you know, Dickens talked about a tale of two cities. It's a tale of two revolutions. They went in two completely different directions. The American Revolution went in the direction of order and liberty. The uh, French uh, Revolution went in the order of uh, uh, it, it, it went according to liberty with no order, and it was a complete breakdown. And, and look, the American Revolution was really a reformation. It, it was a continuation of the same morality, the same basic understanding of human dignity and liberty. The French Revolution was a rejection of Christianity, and an outright rejection of, 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 of belief in God, and uh, the rise of, of what we now know as uh, a, a secular humanism. And uh, you know the the left wing of the uh, of the French revolutionaries they were called the Jacobins, and that's the spirit that's being set loose in America right now. It, it is the same spirit. It's the spirit of radical reformation, tear everything down, and burn everything down. Hmm. Now we got a gathering storm, not necessarily one that's a, it's sort of a, a, a sub uh, uh, a topic uh, within your comprehensive book. But now talk about. The, the 60s folks that are now on our college campuses as professors talk about those that are now, even we have some of our textbook of history being printed by uh, British companies with all sorts of agendas. Talk a little bit about this, these elements, these, these individuals who had this worldview. It's been here and, and been simmering for a while, and it's just now really becoming evident to everyone. Talk about that. 
No, that's exactly what happened. The, the, uh, the, the attempt was to change the entire culture by taking hold of its, uh, its idea-making institutions. And so that meant primarily higher education. And so, you know, the quickest way to understand it is that the hippies of the 60s became the tenured professors, you know, of the last couple of decades. And they have totally transformed American higher education. The, the average American family parent has no idea what's actually going on on uh, most American college and university campuses. Uh, the, those campuses are now looking at the larger project of Western civilization as nothing more than oppression, something that has to be overcome and, and, and if necessary, overthrown. And, uh, it, it, and, of course, it's not just higher education, but entertainment, Hollywood, the media. Uh, you know, the fact is that, uh, that most of the culture-producing sectors of our society are now pretty much wholly owned by the left, and, and it's becoming the far left. And by the way, if you're just joining us, you're listening to the voice of Dr. R. Albert Moeller, Jr. He is president of the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary there in Louisville, Kentucky. He's also one of our very distinguished members of our Salem Media uh, Board of Directors. When I, I reviewed with uh, our audience before you came on the air with us because I knew in just a few moments uh, if I had you for an hour, we still couldn't drill down like I'd like to. So I have reviewed the, uh, the different gathering storms through the nine chapters and then into the storm and talking about the courts. As we, many of us right now are feeling a little overwhelmed. Looks yeah. like, especially here in Florida, man, we've got the, the COVID thing is just, just back again with, with a vengeance. We're seeing the mob rule. And, and we're looking and we're really, we see the storm. And I've told our audience that, they got to get your book to understand that, and that, of course, the book I'm recommending is The Gathering Storm. Talk a little bit of how we begin to process this to, number one, realize that God is still in control, and how we think about all these various gathering storms, how important that is right now to be thinking with the mind of Christ. Well, that's really it, isn't it, Bill? And, and I appreciate you getting to that because, you know, the, the fact is that if you're just looking in political and historical analysis, there's not a lot of hope. The fact is that uh, empires rise and empires fall, and ours is giving all kinds of signs of running out of steam and, and frankly, losing confidence in its own story. Um, but at the same time, uh, we, we, we are aware of the fact that Jesus Christ is Lord, and, and as Christians, you know, we understand that Christ's kingdom is unshakable, and we understand that he has a purpose for us in this world and even in this nation at this time. That's true in Florida. I'm thankful for the Christians who are there. That's true throughout the United States and elsewhere. So I point to faith and hope and love. You know, those, those, those are where the New Testament points us, and, and that's how we are to live, courageously. Uh, but we are to make a difference in the world around us out of love of God and love of neighbor. We've got a job to do, and uh, it can be pretty daunting. And, and, of course, in the middle of all this, it's not just that we have all the cultural upheaval. We've got the coronavirus. And as a native Floridian, by the way, I'm certainly praying for my home state and, and all you. my Thank own you. family and friends who are there. Uh, I, I, th I think we just have to recognize that we're being thrown back on the uh, on the knowledge that Christians should always start with, and that is that God is our only security, uh, the one true and living God, and the gospel is the only unqualified good news. And uh, we're here for a purpose, so we're not called to be necessarily successful. We're called to be faithful, and uh, yet I think the Lord uses his people to bring about his, his, his desired ends.
Mm. And understand, for those of you listening, that uh, the, the Gathering Storm, you can order this and get it pretty quickly these days by uh, Amazon or however you're getting your uh, materials, most of us, or ordered to the home. Each and every one of these chapters, it talks about the gathering storm of Western civilization and the church, human life, marriage, the family, gender and sexuality, uh, the gathering generational storm, uh, the engines of the culture, the religious liberty, and then the courts, but also into the storm. We've got a couple of three minutes left. If there was one of these areas that you would like to expound upon for, for just a few moments to give a little bit of a flavor of how you drill down in all these different areas. Uh, talk about one. You know, Bill, on my Twitter feed today, I had to put up a statement that is actually coming from one of our Smithsonian museums, uh, which basically is attacking the nuclear family as if it's a, a problem that has to be overcome. I'd come back to the family, Bill, and just say, you know, Christians and, and conservatives, we have to know this. No society is any stronger than the family. The family unit is most important, and the family is under siege. And uh, I wrote that this book and that specific chapter just to get to the fact that there's a there's a gathering storm over the family. And the most important thing we can do, I think, as Christians, uh, in serving Christ, is uh, pour ourselves into our families to make certain that our families are strong. We're raising our children in the nurtured admonition of the Lord. Uh, we're teaching them how to resist. The, uh, the culture around us, and we're preaching the gospel to them and showing them what it means to, uh, to follow and obey Christ. And so if we start in our families and then in our churches, I think we're going to make a difference in the culture. I don't think it really works to start the other way around. Mm. And really sincerely, for those who want to practice uh, being a true Orthodox Christian and for those listening today, you know, so many things are happening in our culture, Dr. Moeller, that, you know, even for those that pray, I always refer to it as uh, but just don't have a drive-by prayer or the same two lines you pray every morning. Really pray. How important is it for us to understand what the Lord's up to, to be on his page, and how much it's very important to get in that quiet place and spend some quality time praying and then listening to God so he can guide us through these storms? Absolutely. You know, everybody's trying to get our ear, and yet the one person to whom we're supposed to pay absolute heed and give our total attention is God. And uh, so open his word, pray his word, pray, and listen to the Lord speak from his word, and uh, then do what the Lord tells us to do. And uh, we know we can't go wrong if we're doing that. Hmm. And as we talk about uh, not only praying, but we must be an encourager to one another. And I really want to just tell you that maybe you could get The Gathering Storm. This would be an excellent book for you to immediately begin to, uh, to, to dive into if you have a small group. Very important. And we'll be talking. And we've been 15 years. I've been talking about these issues on the air last 25 years in Tallahassee. So it is time for everybody to be a little more plugged in with the issues of the day. So please get your copy of The Gathering Storm. Uh, by our good friend, Dr. R. Albert Moeller, Jr., and, of course, uh, he leads as president of the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary in Louisville, if you'd like to find out more about that, or Boyce College. And also, great leadership he gives us here with the Salem Media Group on the Board of Directors. Dr. Moeller, I wish I had for, for two hours. I got you for 15 more seconds. Thanks for being with us. Hey, Bill. So thankful for you. Glad to be with you anytime. And greetings to everyone there in uh, Tampa and Central Florida. God bless you all. Amen. Amen. Thank you. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up. Be right back. You're an author writing a Christian book, so you may know this cheery little fact. 
Old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. You know your book is fabulous, but hey, if it's not what a publisher needs, eh, all you need is your book in print. You want it on Amazon. You want to spread the word the way you've written it, so do it. Forget old-fashioned publishing. Publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. Fast and affordable, Zulon Press gives you the power to put your Christian book on the market the way you want it. Zulon Press knows your mission because they have the same mission. Publish your book, see it on Amazon, be a published author with Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. Get your book hot off the press. Zulon Press. Find your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I started Balance of Nature, I think, the beginning of this year, and I just had my six-month follow-up on my blood work. Oh, my gosh. When the doctor's office called me, they were so impressed with the changes in my levels. It's hard to get a doctor excited, but when my doctor saw the blood work, she was excited. So I got a credit, the fruits and veggies, you know, balance of nature. And considering what I've seen in the blood work, it's well worth the cost. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. Right now, balance of nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751 or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code RESULTS. And Bill Carl here from Moss Nissan. While the factories were slowing down production and dealerships were running out of inventory, Moss Nissan and Moss Acura went on a buying spree. Now with over 1,000 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, Moss has the largest selection in the state. Before you buy elsewhere, see Moss. They'll have the vehicle you want the other guys might not. Their goal is to never lose your business over price with many favorable finance programs, including 0% loans with approved credit. And Moss Nissan Crystal River just received Nissan's prestigious award of excellence. Great job, guys. Searching for a new improved service experience? Moss service departments handle all makes and models. Moss Nissan and Moss Acura's You Serve, You Save program, applying to vets, first responders, and active military, now includes pastors and church workers. The choice is simple. The choice is clear. The choice is here. Moss Nissan and Moss Acura. Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and now Florida Avenue in Tampa. At MossAcura.com and MossNissan.com. This is Janae with Janae's Tropicals. Located at 6831 Central Avenue in St. Petersburg. We're right by Treasure Island Beach. We have a fun event. I'm calling it this year Customer Appreciation Days because I appreciate you. So normally we have the Tropical Fruit Festival. I have to do it a little differently this year. Right down the date, July 17th, 18th, and 19th. Again, I welcome you. Come visit me. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. To battle is to fight, to struggle, to overcome, and ultimately for the Marine Corps, it means to win. There is no alternative. It's not just a statement of intent. It's a promise to our nation, a promise kept for more than two centuries, a promise of the Marines.
Do you believe that? Do you believe that you have been set free? Do you believe that you are a child of God? And, and you know, it's just not an empty question. But as we listen to that opportunity to just do a few moments of praise and worship, you are free indeed. But have you accepted that? Do you really feel that? And do you really believe and understand how much you're loved as a child of God? As his child, as his adopted daughter, or his adopted son. Boy, that is that is so important for us to spend the time necessary alone with him until you own, in the Holy Spirit, you own those two concepts. Hey, our book of the month here on our Faith Talk stations, AM 570-910, it is entitled, Once a Shooter. Redemption of a High School Gunman by T.J. Stevens, and it's his personal testimony. It's a book about God's unconditional love and the grace that found him where no one else could reach him or get to him. If you'd like to have a copy of this, and especially, uh, I think this is an important read for anyone who has a son or daughter, a grandson, granddaughter, your guardian, your foster care. I think that understanding what happens to the young people today in the culture that surrounds them, this is a very important read. And so we've got two signed copies we'll be giving away at the end of the month, July 31st, and we'll have three other copies. And so would you like to put your name in the running? Go right now to letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, and uh, just put your email address there in. Once you click on that link, you can also register on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram page. And you can register for the rest of the month. Every day, put your name in the hat, and that increases your uh, odds of winning one of these five copies. The other thing I want to remind you is that, uh, boy, a lot of education is up in the air right now. If you'd like to find out about having your son or daughter be a part of a Christian private school, private education, Go right now to ChristianTuitions.com, ChristianTuitions.com. We, under some guidelines, we can save you 50% off your first year's tuition. That's right, 50% off your first year's tuition, introducing you to one of our fine schools. We have the list of schools there. We've got the guidelines that have to be met in order to save the 50%. Go right now to ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com. As we wrap up our first hour, let me just share a couple of things, and that is we always look to God's Word for the right answers in the issues of our life. Now, as we've been talking about this worldview, this secular pagan worldview, we've been talking about the deceptions. There are lies all around us. 
All you got to do is turn on the TV, and, and how many lies will you get? Well, Satan is at the center of all of this deceptions. And the question is, have you bought into some of these? Have you got pockets of your life where you know it's secular or you know it's part of a non-Christian worldview? Well, I want to give you some, some thoughts about that. And the thoughts are, are, are thoughts that come from Scripture. Because it is Scripture that really helps us just separate uh, a lot of this. Now, in Colossians, Paul was writing to the church at Colossae. And early on in the chapter of number 2, in the 8th verse, listen to this. This is such a, a recap of what we've been talking about this first hour, about this gathering storm. Paul wrote to his brother Christians there, quote, See to it that no one tapes, takes you captive through philosophy and empty deception." According to the tradition of men, according to the elementary principles of the world, rather than according to Christ. This is worthwhile putting on your mirror, in in the restroom, uh, in, in your home, in your kitchen, on your mirror, your car. One more time. See to it, my brothers and sisters in Christ. You that's listening to, to me today, see to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deception. According to the tradition of men, and we see that all around us in the secular world, according to the elementary principles of the world, rather than according to Christ. Hey, keep your copy of God's Word right in your hand or right on that smartphone and get ready to do your searches because that's how we're going to get through this gathering storm. Be back in a few minutes, uh, a couple of seconds, uh, on our answer stations to be joining us, and we'll have some interesting topics on that conservative part of our show. Be right back. The shelter and affection she never found. Best Christian music to brighten your day. Messages that inspire hope, life, and spiritual transformation from the nation's leading Christian teachers. And a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Sound like something you could use? Visit ChristianRadio.com. ChristianRadio.com is a place you can find hope when it seems there is none. Now, all of your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Join us online and on your mobile app at ChristianRadio.com. Sunday mornings at 11. Join Dr. John Connell of Countryside Baptist Church for Helping Life Make Sense. Give up your security blanket and open your heart and your mind to the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit who dwells within you. Helping Life Make Sense with Dr. John Connell. Sunday mornings at 11 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Florida has passed the 300,000 mark of confirmed coronavirus cases and is reporting a daily death toll of more than 100 for the third time in the past week. As of Tuesday, Florida had the number two death rate in the country, slightly behind Texas. 
which has 25% more residents. Meanwhile, Texas set a record for new confirmed cases in a single day with nearly 10,800. In Oklahoma, Governor Kevin Stitt has tested positive for the coronavirus. He is isolating at home. Senate Republicans say they'll make the next phase of COVID-19 relief their top priority starting next week. Majority Leader McConnell says he's been hearing from his members during the two-week 4th of July recess. When the Senate reconvenes next week, he plans to hammer out the groundwork for a GOP bill that will become a starting point for negotiations with Democrats. McConnell's already made one thing clear. The nearly $300 trillion bill passed by the House in late May, he says, is, quote, dead on arrival. Republicans say they'll demand liability protections for hospitals, businesses, and and schools that reopen to shield them from COVID-19-related lawsuits. Bob Agnew reporting. Also at SRNews.com, production at America's factories, utilities, and mines surged last month, but remained well below pre-pandemic levels. The Federal Reserve says U.S. industrial production rose 5.4% in June, the second straight monthly gain. But it was still 10.9% below the level in February before the economy locked down in the face of the coronavirus. Factory production jumped 7.2% last month. The figures were better than economists had forecast. Correspondent Jeremy House, production at utilities climbed 4.2%, but mining output sank 2.9% last month. That was the fifth straight drop. Ahead of the closing bell, stocks are higher. The Dow up 226 points. The Nasdaq is up 60. This is SRN News. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. Half man, half motorcycle. If you missed a turn, there's always another turn. Take it to get back to the turn you missed. Use your turn signal. Progressive Motorcycle also presents Roadside Assistance. Progressive Motorcycle for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. AT&T, $76 a month. Verizon Wireless, $83 a month. Sprint, $92 a month. That's what the average family of four is saving a month by switching to Pure Talk USA. Pure Talk will give you unlimited talk, text, and two gigs of data, all for just $20 a month. Go to puretalkusa.com, enter the promo code HALFOFF, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. puretalkusa.com, promo code HALFOFF. Pure Talk USA, simply smarter what? More good news from Sudan. The new government in Sudan has repealed the death penalty for apostasy and has done away with public flogging. It's all part of a remarkable change, of course, for a mostly Muslim country that was one of the worst persecutors of Christians for decades. However, the toppling of President Omar al-Bashir a year ago has given way to a new regime that seems ready to embrace religious freedom, in part to end Sudan's status as a pariah state. Michael Harrington, SRN News. Tennessee Governor Bill Lee says he'll do whatever it takes in court to defend one of the strictest abortion bans in the country, currently blocked from being implemented. Under that law, abortions are banned once an unborn baby's heartbeat is detected, about six weeks into pregnancy, before many women know they're pregnant. Similar legislation has been enacted in other states, such as Mississippi and Georgia, but has been blocked by legal challenges. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. 
We Are Broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I haven't had the greatest luck on Florida roads, but Auto Glass America has taken great care of me with my two windshield replacements. They came to my office to replace the first one. They came to my house to replace the second one. The service you get with Auto Glass America is incredible. They take care of all the insurance details, schedule the appointment. Next thing you know, your new windshield is installed. You get cash on the spot. The car looks brand new again. That's the American way. Auto Glass America. Call 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. This is hour number two. This is our opportunity to dive uh, into some of the major issues of the day and um, looking forward to having the conversation with you this afternoon. Our phone lines, as always, uh, will be open this afternoon at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Just had a very informative hour with uh, Dr. Albert Moeller, uh, president of uh, the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary in Louisville, also on our Salem Media Board. He's written a brand new book called The Gathering Storm, very much a must read. And uh, also remind you that if you didn't get a chance to uh, listen to that interview about, uh, uh, especially as conservatives and as Christians and to the the world that we are marching into each and every day, a very different world, a different world that's been, that we've seen the rising of uh, the simmering Marxists and anarchists uh, in our land. Good opportunity to uh, not only get the book, but uh, you can listen to our interview. Our podcasts are posted uh, every morning of the next day. So tomorrow morning, our podcasts will be posted for the entire three hours of the Bill Bunkley Show. And you can tune in to hear that interview. Plus, uh, I did some briefing Uh, on some of the categories of his book prior to him coming on to our program, you can go to letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Click at the top on the bar for the podcast page. Go down to the Bill Bunkley Show, and you will see where you can click yesterday's show, listen to it online, or download it. Now, in a moment, we're going to be talking about the primary elections of last night. Now, I know there's an awful lot going on. I mean, there is so much noise in our lives. Some of you didn't even know that there were some primary contests around the country. But you need to know, and you need to understand what what they're telling us. It's very interesting. I don't want to miss that coming up in just a moment, because it has to do with the strength, or the lack of strength, you'll have to wait to find out, uh, for President Trump's campaign and re-election. It's coming up shortly. And I came across the story that we're dealing with all of these very large numbers here in Florida. And, in fact, uh, I saw one reference in the secular press that Miami, or Miami-Dade, has become the new Wuhan, China. The global epicenter for COVID-19. Well, sorry, no one can ever compete with what was allowed to happen in Wuhan, however it happened. 
and it is, it is clearly at the feet of the Chinese for not letting the world know very quickly, very timely. So I have a hard time even entertaining an intellectual thought about those two cities being on a on a, an adjoining line of being the epicenter of COVID-19. So we'll talk about some of these labs that apparently some of the Florida results, they have been turning in the positive numbers. For instance, in one county, it was like 98% of all the responses came back positive. And I know Fox 35, and I can't remember what town it is. We get to it, we'll give them uh, we'll give them credit. But Fox 35, or it was Orlando or down south, asked the question: oh, Wait, 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 wait. How could 98 percent of all the tests from this one area be positive? And so they started rooting around and asking some questions. And yes. We've got some results that have been turned in where the negative results were not turned in, just the positive results. We'll talk about that coming up in a moment because it goes in with the narrative that we're trying to chart these these uh, these difficult waters. We've got this gathering storm that, that is uh, among us in so many ways. And we have to be very, very careful because much of what we hear just may not be the truth. Sometimes it is an honest mistake. It really is. But sometimes it's much more devious than that. Or misleading. Or someone's trying to spin something. Or someone's trying to look some, make somebody look bad or good, like a governor of a state called Florida. Just never know. Because there's a lot of evil lurking around. There's a lot of people thinking that they've got to take it upon themselves on either side of this political debate in America. So you've got to be careful about that. So we'll take a look at, uh, at that story. And uh, we probably won't get to this until the third hour, but i got a segment on the Reverend Franklin Graham, you know, the late Dr. Billy Graham's son. Dr. Franklin Graham meets Roger Stone. And there's a story there. And there could be a story of a great redemption. That's all I'll say for right now. But that'll give you an idea on, on these topics plus more that we'll be talking about uh, this afternoon. Now let's have a, a little chat about what happened last night. There were some key primaries across America. And as you know, President Donald Trump in these primaries is backing certain candidates and is throwing the weight of his name and the White House behind certain candidates in these primaries. And if someone even thinks about the fact that he can't do that, that's illegal, please, please, please. Everybody does it, and it's totally, totally legal. Probably one of the big bylines last night came out of Alabama. 
Many of you know the name of Jeff Sessions. Jeff Sessions, uh, former prosecutor, lawyer, served the people of Alabama in the United States Senate for years and years and years. Kind of a kind of a sad story because as many people didn't come out of the gate supporting President Trump, and we still have folks that are in the culture that are pri- will pride themselves on being quote unquote never Trumpers. There's also a lot of folks, prob- and I'm in the category. Uh, President Trump was not my first choice. I had a couple of couple of uh, home state friends by the name of uh, Messieurs uh, Bush and Rubio who were in that presidential contest. So I will tell you, I was late to the game. Very loyal to Mr. Trump's issues since I came to the game. But I want to just really tell you that Jeff Sessions where a lot of members of the Senate and the House were like, oh, I don't know about Trump, he's a little radioactive, or no, he can't do this. Jeff Sessions was out in front for him months publicly, repeatedly, than most other of the high-profile supporters. So he came on, and uh, he uh, took a position as being Attorney General. Then he made a decision, I'm not a lawyer, not going to comment on it other than the fact that he made a decision to recuse himself from the now exposed bogus Russia investigation. Mr. Trump was exercised about that and even to this day says that Jeff should have never um, excused himself. And then we have just a long rigmarole of, uh, of uh, deception and uh, just dirty politics and dirty obstruction, you know, real obstruction of justice. But nonetheless, so he was removed as attorney general, went back to Alabama. And last night was the election night of his political comeback. Now, Alabama knows Jeff Sessions real well, but they also know somebody else. And it was very clear that President Trump, would not like to see Jeff Sessions return to the Senate. Now, some of you may remember, you just may, and some of you listening may be graduates of the other Alabama school. <laughs> I'm not talking about U of A. I'm talking about Auburn University. And one of those graduates graduates that comes to mind is uh, my state representative, uh, Jamie James Grant, proud Auburn graduate. Well, for those of you that know about Auburn or SEC football, when I tell you the name Tommy Tupperville, you'll, you'll, you'll go right away, oh, man, that's coach. That's right. Former coach of uh, the proud football team at the University of uh, Auburn. He defeated, he was Donald Trump's candidate, and he defeated Jeff Sessions last night. Now, that's just part of the story. Let me give you a little bit of an overview. And and those of you who are Trump supporters, those of you who are conservatives, those of you who uh, like President Trump because of his values, even though some of all those groups may have some 
some issues with um, his uh, personal personality and tactics. Um, but understand that uh, we've had some, some real revelations last night, and it's only a snapshot for right now because things can change between now and the November elections. There's no doubt, though, that the silent majority, the silent Trump majority, is alive and is well. In several of the contests, I'm not going to take the time to break them down, but I want to tell you that President Trump performed very well in, in almost all those contests with his candidates that are part of his team. And they won by some pretty wide margins. And I think early indications are that even those margins were higher than what some of the polls were indicating. So the collective word today from some, and here's the key word, objective observers, not to spin doctors on the right, on our side, not to spin doctors on the left, but some objective observers is that Trump's silent majority is, is indeed alive and kicking. It looks like there's a much more robust support for the president, surprise, surprise, than what we are seeing or hearing in the published polls. Now, these polls can be somewhat weighted in a way to always potentially show Mr. Trump not doing quite well enough to be Mr. Biden. Uh, but I want to tell you that what's happening is deja vu from four years ago. We told you this before the last election. It proved out. There's a lot more support for President Trump than what you're seeing in the polls. There's a lot of folks that are supporting Trump that will not tell you they're supporting Trump. They won't be public about supporting Trump. They're not even going to, the last thing they're going to do is, hi, I'm with CNBC. Hey, I'm with NBC. Uh, Hi, I'm with, uh, you know, CNN. And we're doing a poll. They're not talking to the pollsters if they're supporting Trump. So, therefore, the polls are are really underskewed for him. We'll take up uh, the other side, what's happening on the Democratic side. But, hey, four years ago, it's here again. Trump, silent majority, alive and kicking. I'm Bill Bunkley, 877-943-9673. Be right back. Cornerstone is an essential service working to meet the needs of homeowners during this difficult time by following all CDC guidelines and taking extra protective steps on site. When you call Cornerstone Pros to service your AC, plumbing, electrical, or generator, rest assured that with Cornerstone, trust is a must. Learn more at cornerstonepros.com. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly, call Cornerstone Pros. In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Reagan. It's required reading in 2020. For God and Country, the new book by Ralph Reed, available wherever books are sold. What if you could take your marriage from good to great? 
Enter Family Life Today's Take Your Marriage from Good to Great contest, and you could win dinner for two with Dave and Ann Wilson, as well as attend a live taping with the Family Life Today team, including transportation and lodging. Enter once each day now through August 14th by visiting letstalkfaith.com and enter keyword marriage. No purchase necessary. Contest ends August 14th. Restrictions apply. Official rules at familylifetoday.com slash good contest. Hi, I'm Brian Golden, lead pastor of Centerpoint Church, and I want to invite you to tune into Unfiltered Radio. Whether you're a skeptic, maybe you've been hurt by the church, or you are a Jesus follower, we want to help you in your journey of faith or investigating faith. On Unfiltered, we're honest. We try to speak at street level about what it means to follow Jesus and his teachings. And what you'll discover may lead you to give Jesus another look. Listen to Unfiltered Radio with Bryant Golden. Weeknights at 6.30 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Bill Bunkley here. Boy, oh boy, would I love to have a Top Gun experience in an IMAX theater about now. And you know that uh, the next round of Top Gun is ready to go, and it had to be pulled because of the coronavirus. And they have released just enough trailers. (laughs) And if you haven't seen them, uh, hit Google and check out the trailers for... Uh, the next Top Gun, especially the one where I think it's an F-15. The uh, the camera crew is set up, of course, on the deck of the desert uh, out in probably, um, what, well, who knows, New Mexico, Arizona, wherever, Nevada. And uh, so they got the crew, and so this F-15 is going to take a very, very low-level pass. And I think it's, is it lower than 500 feet? I don't know. It certainly looks like it. And then they have one camera set up behind all the other cameras uh, that has the absolutely very, uh, you know, high, fast resolution, you know, what's going to be used for the Top Gun movie. And so when you see this trailer, this F-15 just absolutely scorches by them, like right over their heads. And in, in, in sync, all of the... All the cameras, all the stands, even the hair on the folks' uh, head just kind of lifts up as as soon as that, and it's, it's instantaneous. As soon as that uh, fighter goes out of the goes out of the um, goes out of the picture. So, anyway, just a little comment that uh, we're trying to bring a little bit of what we do to escape. Sometimes escape is vacations or sabbaticals or waiting for that favorite movie to come the theaters of course we have to be careful about a lot of what we see in the theaters today but tell you what uh escaping and being in the cockpit with uh with mr cruz um all i know is he does he does a good job portraying um 
his uh, character in Top Gun. So we're talking about, <laughs> sorry, we got sidetracked, 877-943-9673, talking about the snapshot last night, and it should make all of you have a little sigh of relief and be encouraged. Because the same phenomenon I talked about before the last presidential election, I am seeing that happening again right now. You can't listen to the mainstream media, and I wouldn't even worry about their polls. Because if the election were held today, today, I think there's a pretty good shot that uh, the House could be taken back by the Republicans. The Senate would be held by the Republicans. And I think that uh, Donald Trump would be reelected. Now, I still think he's going to be reelected in November, and I support him because his absolutely astounding um, uh, issues that he he proclaimed before the election and post-election, uh, he has worked and worked and worked in so many categories, just checking them off, checking them off, checking them off. So let's talk about what happened last night. Let me tell you about another race. We told you about Alabama where it showed the strength of Donald Trump. The other, another primary look at is out in Texas last night. Uh, the physician, Dr. Ronnie Jackson. Ronnie Jackson was uh, uh, worked for the White House. He was a former physician of the president. But, oh, Dr. Ronnie Jackson decided to head on back to Texas and decided to run for the United States House of Representatives. Ronnie won. He beat out Josh Weingarner. And by the way, Weingarner was endorsed by the outgoing Republican rep in that seat, Mac Thornberry, who decided not to seek re-election. Trump prevailed. Now, you look at those two and you realize Trump country is alive and well. It's below the radar. They're not popping their heads up and begging for media interviews. And if they did, they'd end up on the chopping floor because anyone who especially watches CNN or MSNBC, oh, talk about, you you could do a whole course on propaganda uh, by watching those two. But nonetheless, now what happened in the Democrat primaries last night? This is where it gets more interesting. This is where it gets more intriguing. It looks like there's a dogfight underway, or at least a fight for the soul of the Democrat Party here in America. We look at their results last night, and you probably are aware, but maybe as a conservative, maybe as a a Christian worldview person, you haven't thought about the dynamics inside the Democratic side of the aisle. You've got this emerging group. They've basically taking, taken over the U.S. House of Representatives from Nancy Pelosi. You know, the Ocasio crowd. And so the radical leftists, the radical socialists, those that have driven the Democratic Party to to the, the so far left and extreme you can't even see where they're at way out there. 
You've got them, and they're fighting to get their candidates in in these primaries. And then you got the rank-and-file Democrats, or what I, what I call mainstream Democrats. They're now far left of circle, and in fact, the, the far left is fighting Democrat, the, the moderates in their own party, plus Republicans. But I want to tell you, you look at all of those races, it was a dogfight, and it's very, very close. No matter what you hear in the media, the grassroots Democrat Party around the country is not united. They may be united in New York City. You understand what I'm saying? Maybe in liberal pockets of, uh, you know, Detroit and Chicago. But I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of disarray. And to the extent that this, this pull and this tug, tugging continues, and as far left, as far left as they're able to drag the party in this primary fight, I'm going to tell you the positions that they're going to end up with are so far left. They're going to be so far behind the eight ball when it comes to the general election. That's right. General election for conservatives, liberals, independents. And I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of people in this country, they don't like what they see in the mobs. They don't like when the Democratic leaders, some of them are are promoting the mobs in the streets. Local Democrat officials saying, hey, they're just exercising free speech. Well, I'm going to tell you what. There's a majority in America that's part of this silent majority. They're going to have nothing of it, and I think you're going to see that really come clear in November. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Arizona, Texas, and Florida are together reporting about 25,000 new coronavirus cases as new restrictions aimed at combating the spread of the pandemic take hold in the U.S. and around the world. Alabama will begin requiring face masks after the state reported a pandemic high of 40 deaths in a single day. Delta Airlines says it expects to take a charge of up to $3.3 billion to cover the cost of early retirements and buyouts for employees as It shrinks in response to a sharp decline in air travel. The airline said this week that 17,000 employees have agreed to depart the company. Stocks rose today on Wall Street following some encouraging, though very early, results in developing a coronavirus vaccine. The Dow pushed forward 227 points. The Nasdaq up 61. The S&P gained 29. This is SRN News. In small business, competition can be brutal. Over 90% of your potential customers read online reviews before buying. If your company's online reputation doesn't reflect how your customers feel about your business, then your competitor is getting the sale. If you're going to win the battle, you have to manage your company's online reputation. Reviews911.net wants to offer you a free trial of our online reviews management platform that you can have up and running in about five minutes. You'll learn how to replace bad reviews with good ones and how current reviews can make you show up at the top of local search results. Improve your customer's brand experience and get more reviews on the sites that matter most, like Google, Yelp, Facebook, and all the rest, so that new customers will find you first. Win the small business slugfest when you text WIN to 411411. Reviews 911. 
911.net. Text the word WIN to 411411 to get your free trial today. Text WIN to 411411. Text WIN to 411411. Nothing is more important than protecting your family and property. That's why you should make a free call right now to Vivint, the number one smart home services provider in the U.S. Vivint will make your home safer and more secure with a state-of-the-art system that's so simple to use. Vivint smart home specialists provide award-winning monitoring of your system 24-7, 365 to respond to any emergency, even when you can't. And with the 4.5-star rated Vivint smart home mobile app, control your entire house from anywhere. Locks, cameras, security system, all at your fingertips on your mobile device call vivant now and get a free quote professional installation and full smart home service for as little as two dollars per day equipment purchase or service agreement required conditions apply call now a smart home is a safer home so protect your family and your property home or business with a vivant smart home system call 800-311-6855 800-311-6855 that's 800-311-6855 800-311-6855 Saturday mornings at 8, Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. And if I have to go into foreclosure, what are the implications of, since that house is not in my trust, can they attach a lien against the trust? All right, well, the general answer is if you own it and you control it and it's all for your benefit, it's reachable by a creditor unless it's exempt. Ask an Attorney, Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. Whitney Houston. Boy, I tell you what, that was uh, that was just a, a one and done, absolutely incredible voice uh, that uh, I believe, and I know she would believe too, was um, created by the Lord. And um, uh, I'll tell you what, for the for the rest of my life, of some of the folks that I miss, I really miss not having. Uh, the blessing, especially when she sang some of those gospel songs. And so, again, uh, a little bit of a trip on memory lane. Hey, we're going to get back to um, the, um, I want to talk about one of the uh, Democrat races in Texas to illustrate my point of um, uh, the disruption within the ranks of uh, grassroots Democrats uh, around the country. Those that think it's a good idea for their leadership to encourage the the mobs, the the looting, the assaults, and, and those that are 
And by the way, the, the, the tearing down the monuments, et cetera, et cetera, painting all the streets, et cetera, et cetera. But remember there, I think there's a, there's a solid majority of moderate uh, Democrats. I mean, they, they certainly, a lot of them are, are pro-choice. Um, they're, they're okay with the, the different hybrids of marriage, et cetera, et cetera. But, but what's going on now? Look, look, they're the older Democrats that have, that have really paid their dues in this country like all the rest of us. And that's not the America that we fought for, worked for, cooperated for. And I think some of them may stay home. But first, let me give you a market update. As uh, you may or may not know, about 6 o'clock last night, Moderna said that they had completed a test of, I think, 45 people and looking for a COVID-19 vaccine. And they had positive results from all 45. Now, let me just tell you how all this works. We are looking for something like a polio vaccine, a smallpox vaccine. We're looking at a vaccine that's either one and done, or maybe you take one and come back in two weeks. The idea that you take a vaccine and it's lifetime. Understand that we won't know, but some of these vaccines... And we've got four or five different drug companies. But just remember that some of these vaccines, that may only last three months or six months. And that's part of what all this extended testing is all about, that it's going to take six months. Now, the breaking news is Dr. Fauci apparently just said or reported on Reuters that he believes that we'll have a vaccine now by the end of the year. He had been saying the first of next year. I'm still comfortable to leave my thought process on the first of next year. And if it comes sooner, fine. But there's a lot of aspects about the vaccine, the side effects. And sometimes maybe it comes in a year. Well, if we develop it now and, hey, it's good to go at the end of the year, well, we may have some folks that may have some issues this time next year. So all of that being said, the announcement by Moderna, and usually these drug companies are are a little – They don't come out and do the type of PR work that Moderna does. And so Moderna has this reputation, so they announced that. So the the markets went bizarre last night, up uh, after hours trading, up again today. Uh, Guess what? Guess what stocks went up? Carnival. Okay? Hotel stocks. United. Delta. Da-da-da-da-da. All the stocks that as soon as we have a legitimate certified um, uh, virus uh, protector, those stocks are going to rally hard. But anyway, that that fueled the, raw, the, the rally today. So let me give you the closing numbers. Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 0.85% at the close at 227.51. Uh, very early on this morning, I think it was up like 500 points, four or 500 points. It closed at 26.870.10. S&P 500 was up 0.91. And by the way, the S&P, at least this morning, had finally notched that last little territory. And I don't know whether it closed above that or below that. I don't know the number because it closed at 3226.56, up 29 points. But basically, for all of you with your 401Ks and the others that have everything 
kind of tied to the S&P 500. It was officially back this morning to the level it was before COVID-19. So that was some encouraging news for your retirement portfolios. And the NASDAQ was up 0.59%, up 61.92 points at 10,550.49. We'll tell you, for those of you who go bonkers on the tech stocks, tech stocks right now are going to be out of favor for a while. They've rotated back to more of the industrials and what they call cyclicals, and that includes uh, when you have discretionary money to spend, maybe go take a trip, a cruise, or get a hotel for fun. Uh, those are the stocks that we're rallying today. So that is your stock market report. Now let me go back, 877-943-9673, because we like to keep you informed. We like to, to just give you the facts, and you can make your own determinations, but the phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Now on the Democrat side in Texas, let me walk you through this race. Um this is for a Senate seat. And some of you probably know Senator John Cronin. John Cronin is very, very well-known, very popular. Uh, he is a Texas senator. And his seat is up for, uh, for re-election from his point of view in November. So now we had the Democrat primary last night. Now, it was a runoff. On, in one corner, you had an Air Force veteran, M.G. Hager, H-E-G-A-R. Now, Mr. Hager was the establishment-backed candidate, and he also had the endorsement of the Democrat Senatorial Campaign Committee. Now, let me just tell you, he had the, the regular Democrat apparatus, behind him, both statewide and the the Senate committee. A lot of money, a lot of support, right? Big bucks, a lot of support. Well, he just won that race by the skin of his chinny-chin-chin. And the idea that when I tell you about who his opponent is, he should have blown the opponent out. Now, the opponent was Royce West. A very underfunded progressive. One of the far left, you know, if you think about, you know, Ocasio, you think about the far left platform of the Democrat Party. I mean, way, 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 way out, nowhere near mainstream. Well, that's that's from where he came from. Progressive insurgent candidate. And... Uh, He wasn't far from winning. Now, what that tells you is there is a divide in the Democrat Party. There is a divide between Democrats who are moderate, left of center, and then the Democrats who are this new, and I'm just going to go on a limb. It appears to me part of the Marxists will use them, part of uh, the anarchists will use them. We see how some of their... uh, like-minded thinking Democratic officials, Democrat officials, some of these mayors who have uh, Seattle, Oregon, uh, Portland, uh, maybe in Baltimore, Washington, D.C., Chicago, New York, you get it. All of these progressive leaders have what they have done. Well, they have 
well, it's okay. It's just, they're just exercising their First Amendment rights. And I want to tell you that as a country, and even as a moderate mainstream Democrat, let me tell you, we all, we all know each other. Those folks aren't happy about that. And so what I see in Texas is, number one, I kind of wondered if maybe there were some folks on the Democrat side that didn't come out and vote. They're just disgusted. However, like every, anything else, you better believe in each of these areas, the far, I mean, they're worked up. I mean, they're, they're hyped up. They're out there yelling and screaming every day. And I'm going to tell you that if they get one of their candidates going, they're, they're going to, whatever they, whatever they got going in that area, they're going to bring it. And so that was happening last night in some of these contests. So when you look at that and you understand that somehow the leaders of this Democrat Party, whoever they are, are they the ones on the far left or are they the ones in mainstream, they've got quite a job to do in very few days. And that is finish up this primary season so they don't look like they're just way out on le- way out in left field. And, oh, by the way, if they can't rein that in, we're talking about a general election. Both sides, and poor Mr. Trump's been there for a while now, except for his base for evangelicals, but Democrats have to, they got to reel their party in and bring it back to the center. If they have the far left wing running the show like they're doing right now, it could be a pitiful sight for the Democrats come November. Not just in the White House, but also they could lose, they could lose the House. It's amazing when you get to Washington. And it's amazing for some of these longtime leaders like Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer. They get so enveloped in their lifestyles, in their position. Mr. Schumer and Mr. Pelosi are so far out of touch with mainstream Democrats, it's, it's, it's almost laughable. But whether you're a Democrat or Republican, you know, once you have leadership that's sort of dug in, boy, it is awful difficult to make those changes. Now, I give it to Ocasio. She's really giving Pelosi a run for her money. And if Pelosi loses the House, who knows what will happen on that side of the aisle. Um, same thing happened in Kentucky. Um, there was a progressive that just about won the election. And so you have this progressive insurgency. And they're putting pressure on the party. And when you talk about defunding police and some of those unpopular things that are part of their campaign, hey, it may sound good to the echo chamber of the far left, but I'm going to tell you what, that loudspeaker isn't very enjoyable to the rest of the country. So we will see, but I think last night was very interesting. And I'll leave you with this. That was just a snapshot. That's last night. We are so far from all the things that are going to happen to affect this election. Don't give in. Don't give up. It ain't a shoe in. 
and we're not blown out as conservatives, Christ followers. We're just not looking real bad right now because the Trump silent majority is alive and kicking. I'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sally Harris, founder of Circle C Ranch Academy, a nationally accredited preschool celebrating 40 years in South Tampa. At Circle C Ranch, we strive to nurture each child's social and emotional well-being. Our method of teaching is center-based, hands-on interaction. With over five tree-shaded acres and plenty of equipment for outdoor play, we also provide horses to enhance large motor skills, physical, and emotional development. Learn more at ccranchacademy.com. That's ccranchacademy.com. Bill Carl here from Moss Nissan. While the factories were slowing down production and dealerships were running out of inventory, Moss Nissan and Moss Acura went on a buying spree. Now with over 1,000 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, Moss has the largest selection in the state. Before you buy elsewhere, see Moss. They'll have the vehicle you want the other guys might not. And their goal is to never lose your business over price. With many favorable finance programs, including 0% loans with approved credit, And Moss Nissan Crystal River just received Nissan's prestigious award of excellence. Great job, guys. Searching for a new improved service experience? Moss service departments handle all makes and models. Moss Nissan and Moss Acura's You Serve, You Save program, applying to vets, first responders, and active military, now includes pastors and church workers. The choice is simple. The choice is clear. The choice is here. Moss Nissan and Moss Acura. Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and now Florida Avenue in Tampa at mossacura.com and mossnissan.com. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I haven't had the greatest luck on Florida roads, but Auto Glass America has taken great care of me with my two windshield replacements. They came to my office to replace the first one. They came to my house to replace the second one. The service you get with Auto Glass America is incredible. They take care of all the insurance details, schedule the appointment. Next thing you know, your new windshield is installed. You get cash on the spot. The car looks brand new again. That's the American way. Auto Glass America. Call 813-96-GLASS, 813-96-GLASS. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I've always been a health nut, and I've been taking the balance of nature, and I do feel better. I feel a lot stronger now, and in fact, I'm starting to do a little bit of exercises. I find that I have more energy, and I just have a feeling of well-being. I tell everyone about this. Some people feel it right away. Some people don't. But don't give up. Keep at it, and you Mm -hmm. will feel better. Don't wait to see what getting over 10 servings of whole fruits and vegetables every day can do for you. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751. Or by going to balanceofnature.com. And make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code RESULTS. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 for Alan Jackson, Senior Pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. Trust in the Lord. The best way I know to defeat fear in your life is to use fear as an indicator of a place where you have a lack of trust and begin to find ways to trust the Lord in that place. Alan Jackson Ministries. 
Weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Take Faith Talk AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. Back, Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. Proud to be part of the Salem Media Group and uh, broadcasting to both our answer stations and uh, our faith talk stations all across Central Florida this afternoon. Hey, for those of you who would like to uh, put your name in the hat for our um, answer stations book of the month, and by the way, if you're listening on our faith talk station, you can you can register as well. So just get your pencil ready. The book of the month for Regnery Publishing is, and by the way, Regnery Publishing is uh, one of our sister organizations uh, under our umbrella for Salem Media. Uh, this month's book giveaway, we got two autographed copies. We have three other copies, total of five. We'll give those away at the end of the month uh, after we wrap up on July uh, 31st. The name of the book is The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You by Kirk Slichter. Again, the 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You by Kurt Slichter. Go right now to TheAnswerSarasota.com, TheAnswerSarasota.com. Click on that, that red box for Regnery Publishing. And when you do that, hey, just put your uh, click onto that link to get to the page. Put your email address in. You'll be registered for today. Or you can register uh, on our answer stations, uh, locations on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Again, that website is TheAnswerSarasota.com. Remember that you can enter every day, today, tomorrow, Friday, and every day for the remainder of the month, and that increases your chances to win. And again, this month's book is The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and uh, You. Well, I want to take you earlier today on Fox Business. President Trump was um, talking uh, a little bit about... uh, the campaign, uh, talking about uh, borders, talking about uh, illegal aliens, and uh, emphasizing uh, his law and order platform, which I think is uh, very apropos for these times. As we wrap up this second hour with the newsmakers of the day, let's uh, let's listen into the president earlier this morning. Eighteen has been a problem for our country for a long time. We've taken them out by the thousands. While radical left-wing politicians have fought to open borders and welfare for illegal aliens, my administration has fought for safe streets. We want security for our people. We want the rule of law. We want law and order. In the last three years, ICE has deported over 16,000 gang members and arrested over 2,000 members of MS-13. Think of those numbers, 16,000 and arrested over 2,000 members of MS-13. We've also deported a lot of the MS-13s out of our country. 
This week's actions by the Joint Task Force Vulcan is the most recent offense to we really this has been a big offensive in my administration's war on foreign gangs of which we came into this administration and we said what's going on we had gangs from countries that you wouldn't believe more than 20 of the criminals we indicted and arrested in the past seven days were illegal aliens yesterday for the first time ever the eastern district of virginia thank you very much indicted ms-13 leaders on charges of terrorism. So we have the MS-13 leader on charges of terrorism, and that's the first, is that correct? Yes, yes, We're Mr. using President. terrorism, which gives us extra strength. In New York and Nevada, 21 MS-13 members and leaders have been indicted on charges, including murder, kidnapping, and drug trafficking. The DOJ has also announced that it will seek the death penalty for a bloodthirsty MS-13 leader responsible for the despicable killing of seven Americans, including two teenage girls. And as President was sharing about that, and I think this is a separate clip, and uh, we'll find out in just a moment, just a quick little soundbite about, uh, uh, could be duplicative, but it's about uh, fighting for safer streets. want to end up our show with this. Well, radical left-wing politicians have fought to open borders and welfare for illegal aliens. My administration has fought for safe streets. We want security for our people. We want the rule of law. We want law and order. In the last three years, ICE has deported over 16,000 gang members and arrested over 2,000 members of MS. All right. That was obviously part of the cut that we heard just a moment ago. But again, as we uh, close out today's uh, informational program on uh, the issues of the day, clearly the, the two platforms, the two visions, uh, the two um, um, values of Mr. Trump, Mr. Biden, and those that would back either one of those two individuals for the all-important contest to be decided early November, it is very clear where they come down. Listen very clear, clearly, very clearly as we go forward. The question is, as Mr. Biden continues to, to share what his future looks like, how far left has he left his uh, more uh, moderate roots? Who's in control of Joe Biden? Who's in control of where he will go as president? And keep an eye on President Trump. Now, he's a pretty independent guy. I don't think there's a lot of discussion about who's telling him what to do. But nonetheless... This is a clear-cut division on the issues, and I hope you will make your evaluation on the issues and do know you must get out and vote. I'm Bill Bunkley. Going to take a time out. I'll be over on AM 570 and 910 in just a moment for the final hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. I'll be right back, and Jay Sekulow Live is coming up on our answer station. One of the most important things for veterans is to be heard, and VA is listening. Appeals Modernization is changing the way VA decision disagreements are processed, for the better. Veterans, if you disagree with an initial VA claim decision received after February 2019, you have a choice of three review lanes. Contact an accredited representative to help you decide which choice is right for you. For more information, visit va.gov decision hyphen reviews. I can take control of VA's new, faster review process. 
This is Janae with Janae's Tropicals, located at 6831 Central Avenue in St. Petersburg. We're right by Treasure Island Beach. We have a fun event. I'm calling it this year Customer Appreciation Days because I appreciate you. So normally we have the Tropical Fruit Festival. I have to do it a little differently this year. Right down the date, July 17th, 18th, and 19th. Again, I welcome you. Come visit me. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The Trump administration has declared war on the violent gang MS-13. Attorney General William Barr says an arrested member of the MS-13 gang faces terrorist charges. Melgar Diaz was indicted in the Eastern District of Virginia. First time we've used terrorism charges against a member of MS-13. Uh, He was responsible for activities in 13 states. While President Trump says several MS-13 gang members have been arrested following an operation led by federal law enforcement agencies. This is probably the meanest, worst gang anywhere in the world, the MS-13 group. And a big dentist put in them. It took place over the last few days and uh, and really over the last year. The announcement came a day after grand juries in New York City and Nevada handed up new charges against nearly two dozen MS-13 members, ranging from drug dealing and kidnapping to murder and racketeering. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says the U.S. is imposing travel bans on employees of the Chinese technology giant Huawei and other companies the U.S. determines are assisting authoritarian governments in cracking down on human rights. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. State Department will impose visa restrictions on certain employees of the Chinese of Chinese technology companies like Huawei that provide material support to regimes engaging in human rights violations and abuses globally. He also says the Trump administration is finalizing plans to crack down on the popular Chinese video streaming app TikTok, although he stopped short of saying it would be banned in the U.S. Walmart will require customers to wear face coverings at all of its namesake and Sam's Club stores, making it the largest retailer to introduce such a policy that is otherwise proven difficult to enforce without state and federal requirements. On Wall Street, that up by 227 points. This is SRN News. This is good news, maybe exactly when you need it to. Right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fees. This could save you money on top of all that you'll save each month by becoming a member of MediShare. So many people are looking for a healthcare solution right now, seeing the cost of COBRA plans, for instance. And MediShare is the affordable alternative to health insurance. The typical family saves $500 a month, but you might save even more. MediShare is a Christian community that shares each other's health care costs, and because of the current economic situation, they're making it easier than ever. Apply by July 31st, and you'll save an additional $170 on your first month. I'll give you the number here in a second, and if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to receive your additional savings. Maybe now is the time to make the switch, like more than 400,000 people already have, and start saving. Here it is. Call 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45. American evangelicals look on in dismay as the U.K. institutes no-fault divorce. An entire civilizational edifice that had been built to defend marriage from its enemies is now being dismantled. 
wall by wall and brick by brick until there is very little defense whatsoever. Dr. Albert Mueller predicts more marriage decline in the U.S. If you're going to tamper with the defenses of marriage built up over millennia, then you're probably going to let all of those defenses lapse, if not tear them down yourself. He says more at albertmuller.com. A federal judge agreed to suspend a rule that requires women during the pandemic to visit a hospital clinic or medical office to obtain an abortion pill. U.S. District Judge Theodore Chung ruled that the in-person requirements for patients seeking a chemical abortion impose a substantial obstacle to women and are likely unconstitutional under the pandemic circumstances. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB in this station. ACS Home Services is the Bay Area's most trusted heating and AC company. Integrity is their core belief. And you'll know for yourself within moments of meeting your technician. Right now, call 813-534-4117 and take advantage of a total system rejuvenation, including sanitizing ductwork, all for only $79. If you're not 100% satisfied, you don't pay. Learn more at acshomeservices.com or book today at 813-534-4117. 813-534-4117. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsborough, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Welcome back to this third hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. We are going to be going once again to a live press conference in just a moment. Uh, We have um, sort of reverted back now that we are back with these very high numbers of COVID-19 in Florida. And if we can bring you portions of the governor's live press conference while we are on the air, uh, that's what we will do. So in uh, a few moments when he is concluded with his press conference and Q&A, We'll see where we're at because we've got a couple of topics I'd like to tackle here. But now let's go ahead live to uh, listen in to our Governor Ron DeSantis and today's COVID-19 update. We continue to make uh, really good progress on testing, the routine testing of our staff that work 
at our long-term care facilities, which of course house our most vulnerable residents in terms of the coronavirus. We've now done, this is our first round after we had done the staff and, and the, the residents during April and May and the beginning of June. Uh, so we now have 122,000 test results back from staff, 2.79% positivity rate, which is actually uh, much better than what we're doing in a lot of parts of the state. So we're actually happy with that. But we're doing this because you have so many people who get infected but don't develop symptoms. And so anytime someone goes to work at a long-term care facility, they are screened pursuant to state regulations. You know, have you been in contact with anyone who's been infected? Uh, do you have a fever? They take the fever. They do all these different things, take the temperature. Well, if you're asymptomatic and you haven't had any obvious contacts, then you're gonna be able to pass the screening and go in, but of course you could potentially spread that. So there was, uh, we recently identified an outbreak at an LTC in North Central Florida. Uh, uh, 50 staff members, I think all of them asymptomatic, tested positive. Uh, at that point, the Florida Department of Emergency Management dispatched 23 staff members. Florida Department of Health was on scene to be able uh, to, uh, to pick up the slack there. But this is kind of the exception where you have that type of spread amongst the staff, but we are finding examples of one or two, sometimes three or four. If you're testing every two weeks like we are, you're gonna be able to identify more and more of those before it spreads widely inside the long-term care center. And uh, that really is, um, is, is the name of the game. And that will absolutely, if you can prevent outbreaks there, will absolutely save lives. So we appreciate uh, that arrangement that's allowing us to do that type of testing. We're also continuing with the antibody testing. We opened it up recently on our antibody uh, sites that some of our big drive-through sites, we had been doing first responders and healthcare workers and they obviously can still do it. We're now saying anyone from the general public who wants to do it. And what we've seen is we've seen a pretty significant increase in the percentage of people testing positive for antibodies uh, over the past week, uh, pretty much hovering about 10%, which is uh, more than what we had seen. And you figure these antibody results really are probably reflecting infections that have happened four to six weeks uh, prior, uh, typically. Uh, so that's actually a good sign to see more antibodies because that creates resistance in terms of the ability for the, for the disease to spread. We're also working really hard to support our healthcare workers, uh, to support our hospitals who are caring for folks uh, who, are, who are ill. The capacity in terms of beds, as I mentioned, is strong. It really is the personnel uh, that is gonna be the key. So I mentioned some of the people that we're deploying to Miami-Dade. Uh, we're gonna be deploying over 1,000 people uh, throughout the state uh, very soon. We have the capacity to potentially up that to 3,000. Uh, I also had a discussion today with the VA secretary. They have resources and, and uh, we're offering different things. And I said, look, the personnel is really what we need. So we're gonna be working with them to get uh, some of their medical personnel to help supplement. It's been a long road for folks um, in the medical profession. Uh, this became uh, something that was very earnest in March. We went through March and April. You know, it was a little quieter in, in, in May for the general public and the beginning of June. But during that time, I mean, you had transfers from long-term care facilities. You had a lot of stuff going on in these hospitals and now obviously the pace is picking up even more. So it's really important that we do everything we can to support them. We also have a request that uh, we think will be fulfilled in the near future from HHS for additional staffing and we welcome that support. 
We are also up to 15 COVID-only nursing homes uh, that have uh, 1,000 beds available. And then we have nine sites that are going to be on the way very soon with 600 beds. And this is really, really significant because our policy from the very beginning has been you can't discharge from the hospital uh, a resident of a long-term care facility who is COVID positive and contagious back to the nursing home because obviously the fear is that that will infect other vulnerable people. Um, and so what happens is you end up having folks who are infected, they're in the hospital, but they are medically stable and really don't need continued hospital care. These facilities can serve as a step down so that the hospital can safely discharge a COVID positive long-term care resident to a COVID-only nursing home. Once they clear the disease, then they can go back uh, to their original nursing home. You can also use it on the front end that if somebody tests positive in a nursing facility, they can be transferred to one of the COVID-only facilities. If they don't need hospital care, this is a place where they could do. So that's going to be uh, 1,600 beds in various parts of the state. Uh, we've got a lot of them in southern Florida, and I think that'll be really, really important. You know, if you look at the hospital census for folks with COVID, you do have a number of these uh, folks who are in uh, who really aren't seeking or needing uh, continuing medical care, but they haven't yet cleared the disease, and so they're not going to be discharged back to the long-term care facility. The facilities we have have been accepting a lot of transfers. We're going to continue to do that, but I think that that's really an important tool when it comes to protecting the most vulnerable among us. You know, our guiding principles are, number one, protect the vulnerable. I think we all have a responsibility to look after folks, particularly 65 and up, who we know now are more susceptible uh, to really negative effects from this virus than folks um, in other age brackets. If you are in one of those uh, age brackets, 65 and up, or if you have significant underlying medical conditions, uh, you know, you really should be limiting your contact outside the home, sheltering as much as you can, uh, and certainly avoiding close contact with people uh, who, who are not part of your household. This uh, virus is circulating amongst uh, the community in many parts of our state, particularly amongst folks who are in the younger age groups. So you have a lot of 20, 30-year-olds. Uh, we're seeing this, you know, a place like Miami-Dade, you have a lot of the young people have, have gotten it, but it has spread uh, to, to some of the older population. And I think part of that is family gatherings, friends, things like that in multi-generational households. So folks should be very, very cognizant if you're in those groups uh, to take the necessary precautions. And if you're not in those groups, you know, you have a responsibility to look out for folks who may be more vulnerable to this virus than you. Uh, we also are... Um, uh, recommending that folks uh, avoid what we've called the three C's, uh, closed spaces, particularly with poor ventilation, crowded places, and close contact settings, particularly a close contact setting for an extended period of time. And that's why the number one source of outbreaks has been the home, because you're under the same roof, in, a, in an enclosed setting, usually in close contact with family members for an extended period of time. Uh, facial coverings are recommended, especially if you can't physically distance. You, know, you have some folks working in certain types of, um, uh, 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 of industries uh, where they can't always maintain the six-foot distance, but that will, that will potentially reduce some of, the, uh, some of the transmission. So those basic things, I think, 
will really help us turn the corner. There are some positive signs in terms of, you know, we've heard a lot about the number of cases. Uh, we are seeing some positive trends in different parts of the state on, on positivity uh, that's declined in some key areas. Uh, we're seeing some other positive trends on some of the ED visits declining for COVID-like illnesses. Uh, but we've got a lot more work to do, and, uh, but I have no, no doubt that we'll be able to do it. And it's gonna be done by just having a steady resolve not being fearful, but just understanding what's out there, understanding what we have to do, and understanding that um, you know we'll be able to get the job done together. So uh, we're going to be working hard, um, you know, to get the supplies, to get what people need. Uh, we're also going to be working hard, um, uh, talking with folks throughout the state about some of the way forward in terms of uh, businesses, schools, and, and all the important things that uh, are, are so key to, to our daily lives. So, so thank you. Thanks everyone for doing their part. And with that, I'm happy to take some questions. The Department of Health has had to retell labs what results they're supposed to submit, both positive and negative. That's one of about a string of, I'm guessing, five or six things that uh, have uh, gone awry at the Department of Health from uh, press releases being recalled to having fights over data with some of the newspapers. Do you still have confidence in Dr. Ripken? Oh yeah, no, of course. And first of all, with the lab results, just understand what happens. The law requires for reportable illness that if someone tests positive, it's reported. That's kind of the underlying law. We then said, I think in one of my executive orders, report the negatives too. And that's how we look to see percent positive and try to evaluate. And there were a number of labs who were just simply doing kind of what the default is, which is sending the positives only without sending the negatives. And so I don't think they were trying to be underhanded, those labs. I think that's kind of what they were doing before this started. Um, and so that was identified. I know they're gonna start doing the negatives as well. So I don't think that that was an issue with the Department of Health. I think it was more uh, of an issue w with the labs. Yes, sir. They've seen discrepancies on that spreadsheet where one week their positive cases were missing, this week their negative cases were missing. Which hospital was that? It was uh, Lee Memorial. And on top of that, Lee Memorial is listed under eight different names throughout that spreadsheet. So they're going through trying to figure out. And for another example. Yeah, no, I know Lee had uh, one entry where they had pretty much only positives, and then they had kind of a bigger entry where they kind of had the negatives and stuff. That may be one of the reasons why Lee has always had a little bit higher positivity than kind of the other places in Southwest Florida. But I think, um, to understand, this is labs using the Merlin system to put it in. So somebody, like the Department of Health just didn't put that in, somebody inputted it that way. And, and that's just a, an issue. I mean, you have, we're doing now 90,000 tests a day. So these things are being put in and it's a huge amount of volume. And so uh, we, we understand some of the labs, it doesn't always get reported as soon. And that's also why you look at like some of these test results because sometimes it takes a long time to report them in some ways they're kind of a lagging indicator because if I get results today and I see a case, that's somebody that very well may have been infected two weeks ago at this point. Uh, and so that's just something to keep in mind. So we're, um, but we understand that and that's just kind of the nature of when you have all the data coming in from all these different places, uh, you gotta do the, best, uh, do the best that you can. I, I think the percent positivity is a pretty good indicator 
but you do have to weigh that against the fact of maybe not all the negatives are there. I know some of the major labs, uh, particularly in April and May, they were submitting the positives quickly and then they would dump the negatives. So if you look at all our testing, the ramp up as we got into May, there was one week where there was like way more tests than we had ever done. And then we went down and then built back up. And that wasn't because we did more tests that week. It was because they had been having for six weeks negatives and then they dumped all the negatives. And so I think with that day they dumped a bunch, we had like a 0.6% positivity. Well, that really was. Cornerstone is an essential service working to meet the needs of homeowners during this difficult time by following all CDC guidelines and taking extra protective steps on site. Cornerstone Pros employs only the best technicians. Each one has been background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify their skills before they ever step foot in your home. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly, call Cornerstone Pros. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. They don't know the Son. They don't know the truth of the gospel, how to be saved. They don't know God loves them. So God manifested it to us. But where does it say in the Bible that God hath commanded the light to shine out of darkness? Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. You pledged your life to serve, to make our country stronger, safer, more free, more equal. You worked tirelessly, made sacrifices, missed first steps and birthdays, lost loved ones. At VA, we don't see the setbacks endured. We see lessons applied and passion driving you upward and forward. We don't see all the masks you wear, but we hope you can set some aside. We embrace your uniqueness and won't trivialize your past, your fears, or your hardships. We can't promise to heal all wounds or wash away all trauma, but we do see hope, a path forward, a future. We see all veterans. We see you, an opportunity to help you achieve a new mission, whatever that may be. Learn how treatment works and recovery is possible. Visit maketheconnection.net. We're back, Bill Bunkley here. I want to take you back to, I believe, the governor's in the cabinet room in Tallahassee. But he's now talking about the implications of COVID-19 and our children going back to school. Let's listen in to the live press conference of Governor Ron DeSantis on COVID-19. I am not sure that just saying, hey, test on the first day of school, oh, you're good. It's not like it's an antibody test. I mean, this is a snapshot in time. And as we know, even though I, I, you know, I believe that the, the younger kids in particular um, you know, seem to be more resistant to this, uh, the fact is um, you know, you're probably going to see, see different, uh, uh, different transmission um, as, as this stuff goes. But, yeah, I think the health has got to be very paramount. And I think working kind of with a, and I don't think it's going to be uniform throughout the state. I think you'll see uh, different localities approach it in, in different ways. Well, I think I think that's a very um, good question. I mean, uh, typically, uh, I don't know that we would be able to just force you, you know, to take tests. Uh, that's why I think if you're symptomatic and you're sick. 
then that's, that's probably a different question. But I do think that there are probably some issues. I mean, when we do the long-term care testing, uh, we do not require, I mean, we offer it to the residents, but you have some that just don't want to be tested. We do not force them to be tested. Now, we do do the staff and make them do it, but they're regulated as part of working in these facilities, so it's a little bit different. But I do think that there are, there are, there are significant issues with that, um, but I think that those are things you're going to have to work out. But clearly, if you're doing it with, with folks who are symptomatic, then I think it becomes something that, that's probably going to be uh, easily defensible. And what kind of court corrections do you think need to be made? Well, look, I think that you're seeing that. I mean, remember, when we were going through this in March and April, a lot of folks were focused on, you know, what is being restricted or shut down or all that. And I think if you look at it, most of the behavior was changing before a lot of that was happening. And I think what we've seen le recently as the cases have risen, as it's become more of a, you know, more of a, a center stage issue again, is, is we're seeing changes in mobility data. We're seeing people do the social distancing. We're seeing folks who are vulnerable making, making the extra effort. Um, and I think ultimately that is what's going to do it for us. You know, I was in Miami-Dade with, uh, with Mayor Jimenez and a lot of the local leaders, and, you know, they've done a, I mean, they were one of the first counties in the country, I think, to close. They were closed for two months. They had a very, I think, uh, measured, you know, dip the toe in the water into phase one. You know, they've had things like, like facial coverings. They've had different things going on. I mean, they've pretty much done, I think, all the things different people have recommended at different times. And, um, and I think it's really going to be turning the corner with, with, with focusing on, on these key, key behaviors. And that was kind of the message. Exactly everything that you need to do right. Well, we're working every day. I mean, so if you look at... Um, you know, what we're doing, say, with the, with the testing of the long-term care facilities. We didn't have the capacity in March to test every, every worker. Um, as we got into May, we were expanding it. We knew we were going to finish going through with that. We knew we had the opportunity uh, to really make an impact um, on that. We're working very hard to be able to support uh, the health care system with all these personnel. It's very, very important. That's the number one. I mean, I, every person I talk to, uh, who runs a hospital, it's all about the personnel. You know, they, they see traffic, you know, they understand what they have to do. First of all, I think a great story uh, uh, is just how good uh, some of the physicians have done compared to what the results were in March, particularly in other parts of the country. I think they've learned a lot. Uh, I think that they're using uh, appropriate treatments that have now kind of been uh, developed and, and, and tried over the, over the months. And, and I think the results uh, are better. So obviously, we wish this could just go away. I mean, that's just not how these things work. Uh, and so, you know, as people get infected, we hope that people can fight it off and they don't end up uh, needing medical attention, much less hospitalization. But if they do, uh, I think that they're in pretty good hands. And I think that you're in much better shape today going into a hospital in the state of Florida than you would have been in March uh, pretty much anywhere in the country. And, and I think that they've done a really good job. They mentioned that some people are getting kind of mixed messages. And we heard it again today from the department, from some of the commissioners at the Board of Education, that the education uh, uh, order was confusing to people. 
is it a good idea for you to have sort of this um, every you know one size doesn't fit all approach and shouldn't you have more of a consistent no first of all the the, the message with miami-dade is consistent you know i'm supporting the county mayor and what he's doing. I'm supporting those municipal mayors. I may not agree with them on everything politically, but this isn't really about politics or it's not about the typical tit for tat. Um, you know, we have, a, we have a task at hand. Uh, when they call, when the mayor calls me, we're there to help um, and we support, you know, what, what they're doing. And, and there should be no, um, th that is very clear. At the same time, I mean, the fate of Miami-Dade County does not rest on the fate of what Dixie County does. That's just the reality. And so um, I think it served us well to recognize the diversity of the state. Now, in terms of the, um, in terms of the education, you know, I understand the commissioner is, you know, has, has done some stuff on that, and, and, I, and I think that, that that's, that's fine. But, I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, these school superintendents have unique constituencies, and it, it's going to be a collaborative effort, uh, and I don't think it's going to be just the Department of Education. I think they can recommend, but I don't think they can dictate every decision on this. I think if you, you talk to parents, uh, I think the, the view is, is a little more uh, fractured in terms of what should happen with the schools. I think, you know, probably early June, there will probably have been overwhelming, say, go back, because, you know, we had low positivity, low cases, and, and things were, uh, were, were, were stable. Um, now, as you've seen this, I think there's naturally concern about you know, what does this mean for schools, what does it mean for safety, and I think different parents look at it different ways, and, um, and I think that, in, and that's going to be different in each different school district. You're going to probably have a different breakdown in Broward than you will in some of these other places. And so you need to be able to recognize that it should not be dictated by the Department of Education. I think they can recommend, uh, but ultimately, you know, we want every school district to do uh, what's best for, for, the, for the kids, uh, for their education, to make sure they have opportunities to, to do well, uh, and also making sure that the parents have the agency so that you know, if you have a school district you know, that's offering the in-person instruction, with many, which many parents uh, think is very important, you know, if you have parents that aren't comfortable with that, that they have the ability uh, to opt for distance learning. And so that is what, it, what it's got to be. But I can tell you um, there is going to be differences in how this operates. And actually, there should be. I mean, because if you look at Miami-Dade and what they're doing in terms of their epidemic, although we did straighten out the percent positive. I was talking to Mayor Jimenez. I'm like, you always say you're higher than the numbers I have. So I think we worked that out. So they've been about 20 percent. They were 16 percent a couple days ago. Uh, but they've been about 20 percent. Uh, obviously, we want to get that down. Uh, but that's a different profile than maybe some of the other places who it's not like nobody has seen coronavirus. Uh, every county has seen it. Uh, but it is just different. And so uh, I think that that's a, that's a good approach. Um, I'm hoping that, um, you know, we really work and, and can turn, turn the corner with Miami-Dade. I, I feel like the, most of the rest of the state, you know, you kind of see uh, a positive trajectory you know, that we can get to. Um, and that one, I think, in, in, in Miami-Dade, you know, a lot of the Broward hospitalizations are people that actually live in Miami-Dade. All right, got to take a quick break to... again. I'm Bill Bunkley. When we come back, if the Q&A session is still happening, we'll take you there. Good information for us to be able to know what to do. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Arizona, Texas, and Florida are together reporting about 25,000 new coronavirus cases 
as new restrictions aimed at combating the spread of the pandemic take hold in the United States and around the world. The face covering requirements, lockdowns, health checks and quarantine lists underscore the reality that the number of infections is continuing to tick upward in parts of the world and make clear that a return to normalcy may be farther off than many local leaders had hoped. Alabama will begin requiring face masks after the state reported a pandemic high of 40 deaths in a single day. Markets worldwide rallied on rising hopes for a COVID-19 vaccine Wednesday, and the S&P 500 climbed back to where it was a few days after it set its record early this year. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 227 points, the Nasdaq rose 61. This is SRN News. Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Contact Salem Surround. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and has been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Ronald Reagan and perhaps all of U.S. history. In For God and Country, Reed pushes back against left-wing evangelicals trying to shame Christians into turn against Trump, revealing how liberals hope to reverse President Trump's pro-religious freedom policies, why President Trump is the most pro-Israel president in history, and why that should matter to all Christians in America. With first-hand personal and professional anecdotes from Dr. Reed's decades of work with President Trump, Forgotten Country is required reading in this election year, and for every conservative Christian. Forgotten Country, The Christian Case for Trump, the new book by Dr. Ralph Reed, published by Regnery, available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. What if you could take your marriage from good to great? Enter Family Life Today's Take Your Marriage from Good to Great contest, and you could win dinner for two with Dave and Ann Wilson, as well as attend a live taping with the Family Life Today team, including transportation and lodging. Enter once each day now through August 14th by visiting letstalkfaith.com and enter keyword marriage. No purchase necessary. Contest ends August 14th. Restrictions apply. Official rules at familylifetoday.com slash goodcontest. Weekdays at 9 a.m., be encouraged by the Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Live your life on purpose. God created you for a purpose. So decide today to start living on purpose. But know this, you can expect challenges along the way. You've got to learn to shake off the dust and go on with God. The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and Let's Talk Faith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within, over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines.
Welcome back, Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. The press conference with our Governor Ron DeSantis has, in fact, uh, wrapped up. Uh, a couple of things I want to um, discuss for just a moment uh, that were included in that press conference. Um, I want to cover in just a minute. Uh, but in a moment, we're going to ask you to consider how do you view redemption? How do you view forgiveness. We've got a case study that I want to talk about. And the case study has to do with a couple of folks that are part of the overall larger story. It will have to do with the Reverend Franklin Graham and the former campaign advisor Donald Trump, Roger Stone. Roger Stone's sentence has just been set aside by the president. Controversial in many circles. We'll talk about that coming up uh, in just a moment. You know, one of the topics I wanted to talk to and the governor addressed it is that uh, I came across some indications that some of the labs of the testing of COVID-19 here in Florida were just sending in the positive markers or the positive cases and they weren't sending in the negative cases and I don't know if you caught that explanation during the press conference but understand this that as we are trying to evaluate spread and that means that for instance probably the spread numbers in Lake City are different are much smaller than the spread numbers in Hillsborough County Certainly different than the spread numbers in Miami-Dade. Now, the only way you can get a percentage is that you track all of the cases that were tested in, in a particular point of time. And you look at the relationship between the positive cases and the negative cases, and then you get a percentage to give an idea what percentage of those being tested. And depending on the number of tests you're doing, the more tests get you closer to the chance of a community sampling. And so it immediately caught my eye that uh, Fox 13, and um, I think that's down south. Anyway, one of our Florida television stations was looking at some of the numbers, and for one of the counties, uh, it was like 98% positive. 98% positive. Well, you know what that means. Everybody has it. I mean, everybody's got it. So they obviously knew that there was something very suspicious with that number. So what they did was they did some inquiries and found out that, in, in fact, some of the hospitals, some of the labs, they weren't turning in the negative results. So. You, you first have this thought like the conspiracy theory. 
well, why are they, they not turning in those results? Are they trying to make the governor look bad? Well, the governor just explained what happened. Prior to March, prior to COVID-19, the requirements for contagious diseases in the state of Florida, we're talking about the protocols that the labs have been working with for months and months and months and years and years and years. And remember, there's a lot of people in this chain of um, working with COVID-19. They've only been required to turn in uh, positive test results so that in those particular different diseases that the state had a compelling interest to know who was sick, were they sick, especially if it was not necessarily COVID-19, but anything pretty contagious, they want to know that. Well, since the labs have not been required to send those in, it's been sort of haphazard. Uh, and so to some degree, and one of the hospitals in mentioned was the hospital down in Lee County. And Lee County's got a, a pretty high percentage rate. And governor speculated that maybe that percentage rate might not be so high when we get the negative tests in that were not sent in. So the good news, bad news is, is that th there's nothing nefarious, at least by what we are being told in the public. And um, they're recommunicating with all the labs. And I think he said that he was updating an executive order, adding that to the state statute or whatnot of reporting positive contagious cases to also get the, uh, also get the negative cases. So we, we need that data. He needs that data to begin to continue to look at how we're doing in different areas. And, uh, and then we've had situations where, uh, I guess for the last few weeks, they'll get to the negative cases, and then they'll send positive cases in, say, on a Monday, and everybody's looking at that. And then they'll, then they'll send in all the negative cases, let's say, on the following Friday. And so on Monday, it looks like we have a spike. And then on Friday, it looks like that we've had some cooling off. Neither which is an accurate picture. So this is, this is just very difficult. And I know that we're very demanding uh, of anyone in public office. But, you know, uh, all of what has been happening is trying to establish what is the good science, trying to keep up with the science. And then each day, given what we are facing, how do we take that, that next step? What are the next things that we need to implement? And so, um, so with that, that answers that question. The second question is, what do you do about school? What do you do about education? Well, that's your call. Uh, I think that um, I know that now Hillsborough weighed in. Uh, the last county within our, our uh, listening area, and uh, most of our public schools are going to be delayed for a week or two. They're not going to be opening on time, and probably that's an assessment of we'll learn more in the days to come. What are they going to do uh, physically at their schools? What are going to be some of the precautions that are going to be taken in the public schools? So. Uh, they're being delayed. But, again, it's up to you as a parent. It's important to follow the science. It's important to, when I say the science and um, the age range, the risks, and I'll give you one extreme. Do you, Your son or daughter may have 
may have lacked some important educational time the last couple of months of school. And so if you keep your, your student totally out, no home education, nothing like that, then your students are going to be, hold them out for the next year, they're going to be very behind. We already have now, in this age range, and, and I've got one in this pool, he's 14, uh, we are already going to have some anomalies with the education of the kids in this age range. Whether we get a vaccine end of the year, first of the year, we start getting back and things getting back to normal, this has been a horrific disruption. Mentally, psychologically, physically, a lot of things are going on. And I'll tell you, I'm, I'm dealing with it as well. I was sharing a, sharing a, a conversation earlier today where I was just being real honest, and I said, you know, I do uh, preparing for my show to come on the air every day for three hours. So the very thing that, and I very much stand behind this, the very thing I encourage you not to do, and that is don't be listening to TV all day. Don't be listening to every update. Don't, you know, turn it off. Get away from it. Well, I can't get away from it because uh, what the Lord's called me to do is to, to be with you for a few hours each afternoon and and try and uh, every day pray of uh, there's all for every one thing a story I share with you or an issue there's there's 25 more I could have chose from for each one of them so um, just just understand that I I really empathize with anyone who's Basically having to work from home, kids are home, doing what you have to do from home, uh, it is no cakewalk anymore. It, it, is a, it is a challenging deal. And I also sympathize for those who are leaving the house and going to work. Just, just I think we got a pretty good handle on what to do to, say, to stay COVID-free. You just got to keep doing it. It's just a routine, day in and day out. Avoid those crowds. Don't get close to people. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. It's all very laid out. And unfortunately, especially when if, if your kids go back to school, and even with family members that don't live in your house, you got to cut back on the hugging. you got to cut back on probably some of those family things, when especially larger families getting together. It's... Uh, talking to some folks that uh, they have a very large extended family they're very close and so when when the family comes over to to the grandparents house uh if they're eating or whatever that is they're they're out on the on the porch they're doing something late in the afternoon early evening when it's cooler and they're not all gathered in the kitchen they're not all gathered in the family room they're they're coming over and they're basically spending their couple hours three hours all of the extended family i'm talking about possibly 20, 30 folks, but they're doing it all on a patio outside. So there's just some things we can do, not a bit fun, but things we can do to uh, keep ourselves uh, pretty safe. A couple things, uh, let's see here, reminding you that you can win. We have two signed copies. We have three unsigned. The book of the month from uh, Salem Books right here on WTBN is Once a Shooter, 
Redemption of a High School Gunman. It's a personal testimony by T.J. Stevens. Remarkable study. Especially if you have kids, this would be a wonderful, wonderful read for you. God's unconditional love and grace found me where no one else could. If you'd like to put your name in a hat for one of five copies, go to letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Go to click on the link for uh, One Shooter. Put your email address in there or communicate with us on our social media. And you can do that each and every day to raise your chances. The other quick update is, is uh, you know, a lot of questions about school. If you'd like to find out uh, our opportunity to in- introduce you to a private Christian school, one where you could get a 50% discount for the first year, and um, that's quite a savings to give it a test ride, go right now to christiantuitions.com. That's christiantuitions.com. Once you're there, you can see a list of the participating schools, and you can also see how we uh, will work with you through the process. We'll introduce you to that school. We'll set up a, a phone interview or uh, depending on what that school is doing right now with the COVID-19, but uh, we'll tell you how to contact us and get that all in line for that discount. When we come back, redemption, being born again, Franklin Graham meets Roger Stone. That'll be my last topic of the day. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. Conservative Amanda Mackey earned the American dream. Mackey escaped a brutal regime that persecuted Christians. She worked her way through college and served in the Pentagon after 9-11. In Congress, Amanda Mackey will stand with President Trump to support our brave police officers, secure the border, and enforce the rule of law. Mackey will protect Florida families from crushing tax increases and eliminate job-killing regulations to rebuild our economy and get Floridians back to work. With Charlie Crist and Nancy Pelosi exploiting the coronavirus to advance socialism, Florida needs to send a conservative fighter to Congress. Here's Amanda Mackey. Charlie Crist and Nancy Pelosi want to turn America into a socialist country. Together, we can stop them. Conservative Amanda Mackey has lived the American dream, and now she's ready to defend it as our voice in Congress. I'm Amanda Mackey, and I approve this message. Paid for by Amanda Mackey for Congress. Cornerstone Cornerstone is an essential service working to meet the needs of homeowners during this difficult time by following all CDC guidelines and taking extra protective steps on site. When you call Cornerstone Pros to service your AC, plumbing, electrical, or generator, rest assured that with Cornerstone, trust is a must. Learn more at cornerstonepros.com. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly, call Cornerstone Pros. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I haven't had the greatest luck on Florida roads, but Auto Glass America has taken great care of me with my two windshield replacements. They came to my office to replace the first one. They came to my house to replace the second one. The service you get with Auto Glass America is incredible. They take care of all the insurance details, schedule the appointment. Next thing you know, your new windshield is installed. You get cash on the spot. The car looks brand new again. That's the American way. Auto Glass America. Call 813-96-GLASS, 813-96-GLASS. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. 
Thank you for the amazing job you've done in moving my first book forward in the publishing process. Ludie Cotton Darnell's book, Ashley, Alex, and the Mystery Twins, was published with Zulon Press. This is an exciting time for me. Have you got a book for a Christian audience? Want to control the publishing process? Your free publishing guide is at ChristianPublishing.com. I thank the Lord that Zulon Press has made it possible. Visit Zulon Press for your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Is there a story in you today? Have you felt the tug of God on your heart to write those words in a book? Join us now at ChristianAuthors.com to find out how we can help you heed your call to publish. They're the largest, most experienced Christian self-publisher in the world. Thousands of people just like you, from pastors to professors, stay-at-home parents to entrepreneurs, tell their stories. Ready to learn more? Visit ChristianAuthors.com for your free guide to Christian publishing today and reach the world with your testimony. ChristianAuthors.com Sunday mornings at 11. Join Dr. John Connell of Countryside Baptist Church for Helping Life Make Sense. Give up your security blanket and open your heart and your mind to the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit who dwells within you. Helping Life Make Sense with Dr. John Connell. Sunday mornings at 11 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1, streaming at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Bunkley here, and I want you to think about the message and the words of, uh, of that phrase um, segue. We make mistakes. We do wrong things. And if we're open to the Lord to accept Him or to be guided with Him, the Lord will redeem us. And the Lord will set us on a new path. But I have a question for you. Does that become harder the higher profile a person is? Remember Chuck Colson. Chuck Colson was one of the ruthless lawyers behind the scheme to break into the Watergate. Working for President Richard Nixon. He would tell you if he was still alive and on my show today, he was a tough hatchet man. I mean, he was a tough hombre. He got convicted and he went to prison. His life was legitimately transformed. Why do we know that? Well, 
you know that he got out and he, then he had a heart for prisoners and prison fellowship and the rest is history. So at this point, most of you who know Chuck Colson know of a life of power that was redeemed. Now let me ask you about another person. We don't know for sure, just like we'll never know for sure if Chuck Colson was saved or not. Only he knew and his Lord knows. I'm the only one that knows if I'm saved and my Lord. Now, when you look at someone's fruit, you, you have a lot of indication that they're part of our brothers and sisters in the family. But let me ask you a question. What about Roger Stone? That's right. Many of you know who Roger Stone is. Now, Roger Stone, he's that character. He was always flashing the peace signs like uh, Richard Nixon had those round black glasses. I mean, he was like a caricature right out of a cartoon book. Now, keep in mind, he was a senior campaign advisor for the president in the 2016 election, contributed to his win. But he got caught up in, the, I believe, and it's pretty evident, the corruption of the FBI and everything else. Long story short. Uh, they boxed him in, I believe, and he was convicted of lying to Congress, perjury, all sorts of things. He was set to go to prison. Now, President Trump didn't pardon him, but he set the sentence aside. So Roger's going to be a felon for the rest of his life unless the president comes back later and gives him a pardon. But he was on the way to go to jail, and Roger, I found out last night, uh, had a very serious I have to be careful with COVID-19 because of my respiratory system. He had a very, very compromised respiratory system. And even in the end, they were trying to get an extension or not send him to this one prison that had a very high, I mean, a high contagious number of folks in, 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 in that prison that had COVID-19. They didn't care they were going to send him. He was convinced that if he got sent in there, he wouldn't be, he wouldn't be living long because he would contract COVID-19. The president stepped in and pardoned him. But what's interesting is now. Now this is the guy. I mean, this this is this is the ruthless political guy. You know what? If he's got his guy, which is Trump, and you're running against him, I'm telling you what. Kind of like the Chuck Colson story. Uh, Mr. Stone would would not worry about ethics and how he was going to conduct his affairs to get his person elected. So. He certainly was the poster child for being, uh, you know, the devious campaign guy. And the way he's acted out in public most of the time up to now, I mean, he was always inviting controversy. So he has set himself on a platform that very few people will take him seriously. Well, I learned that several months ago that um, Sean Hannity was very, very uh, much involved with sharing the gospel with Roger Stone and setting up the opportunity for Roger Stone to know that Jesus Christ could forgive him of his sins. He could ask for forgiveness, ask for redemption, and his life would never be the same. Well, let me tell you, a few months ago in January, and this is when he was in the middle. I mean, he was in it. I mean, looking like going to jail forever, et cetera, et cetera. He was a mess, an emotional mess, scared, et cetera, et cetera. Well, guess who came to South Florida? Franklin Graham. Franklin Graham had an outdoor prayer service, and Roger Stone went to the prayer service. In his own words, he told CBN News he was desperate, struggling, and stressed out. 
Graham met with him before the event, and that night Roger Stone made his move. He said, I got, I stood up with 500 people. I wasn't the straightest, slightest bit embarrassed, and I confessed that I was a sinner. I repeated the pledge that he recited, and it was as if a cement block was lifted off of my chest. I can't explain it. Roger Stone, in his own words, is born again. I wonder how long us Christians, as well as non-Christians, will accept this supernatural event in his life, and that now he's a changed man. Something also to think about as we close today's program. To God be the glory for great things he has done. Thank you for saving Roger Stone. I'm Bill Bunkley. Till tomorrow at 3, have a great evening. God bless and good night.